Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, it has been a mortal age. I, of course, am your dungeon master, Cody Jayhey. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for a very special, special adventure. Uh, it should be a really good two-ish, three-ish part arc, so I'm excited to uh, start the new chapter. Of course, I am joined by my friends playing the wise wizard himself, Ozal, Zachary. Yo, yo, yo. Our big brawny paladin named Burn, played by Dean. What up? You know him, you love him. He causes lots of trouble. He's probably my favorite character for intense roleplay moments. Stolos, played by Dini. <laughs> Thanks, Cody. That's awesome. Hey, everyone. It's true. You, you never disappoint. It's always something crazy that I can never like anticipate. I'm excited to see where this arc goes. So, nice. Uh, our somewhat foreign friend, but not really, but kind of. Max, playing Marius. Good evening, everyone. It is a pleasure to be back. And I could leave him out, but he usually rolls above 20 for stealth, so you wouldn't see him anyways. Zoltis, played by Jay, slash Batfish. <laughs> as long as I get that uh, first bad roll out of the way. <laughs> but yeah. That's true. <laughs> what up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in, people. Hey, tripping your way to victory is still victory, right? It's gonna lay in um, gracefully. Exactly, exactly. Zach, you wanna roll the intro? to shoot me with a recap. No one else wants to. I probably could. I'm really all bad right. at recaps. Gonna forget all the importance. <laughs> Zoltis, take it away. Uh, let's see how in-depth we want to get. Uh, we use the astrolabe to... Um, let's see... I have a lot of notes here. <laughs> <laughs> That's well timed. Uh geez, yeah, we went we went, used the astrolabe and went into the uh the dragon or wait that was that that episode? The chromatic dragon? Yeah. Uh and then we were in there uh uh burn was having chugging challenges with vampires um let's see the dragon was lord umbral uh he was arguing with some of the sanguine's chalice uh yeah. and Bonus basically points to you for the names uh let's see we left the th uh, dragon's throne uh and entered a new area with a bunch of crab uh crabby guys uh, and we obtained the lyre, uh, the musical instrument. Uh, da -da -da. We got back onto the wave cutter, and 
We have the astrolabe, which we named the planisphere. Planisphere. Yep. Yep. Uh, and we reached rank two with Bregandierth, and which gave us a bunch of access to items that I listed here. And then uh, Marius has been marked for death. Uh, forgot about that. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you hit all the important Damn. highlights. And now you're back at the flotilla. Yes, and we're well back done. at the uh, flotilla, yeah. Batfish, please add DM inspiration. Uh, there should be a box somewhere like in the top left. You can like toggle oh. it or you can write it down. Um, DM inspiration for players out there and players at home who may have forgotten or who don't know. Uh, it is a free reroll on anything for yourself. Um, it is transferable if you want to use it for someone else. But you only get one and then if you don't use it, it expires the next session. So use it or lose it. It's a great tool. Uh, Dungeon Masters at home. Feel free to use the standard rules that is that. Anyways, the only thing you forgot was poor Arthur Westbrook, who randomly showed up after Ozal reached out, I think with the sending spell, if I'm not mistaken, Ozal? Uh, it was, uh, let's see here, contact other plane. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he appeared behind you. And that's where we're at. Uh, you are standing uh, probably just in the Bregandy Earth quarter. So if you want to go left on the DM map there. Um, and then I will drag you guys over to that. Here, come on. Boom. Shazam. All right, this is kind of a fluid map, so just put yourself where you want to be, where you want to go. Uh, standing behind you, uh, with kind of this weird shimmering wall of force, is a bugbear who is lopsidedly looking at you almost in the same way that Stolas looks at you when they use Disguise Self as a person. But he says, oh, <clears throat> Hello, fellow Ozal. This is Arthur? That is Arthur. Okay. Um... Wow, you look quite different, Arthur. <laughs> he, he chuckles. Thanks. Is this a uh, polymorph spell, Arthur? Uh, make an insight roll. Uh, insight will be... Uh, ooh, a nat one. <laughs> that is Arthur. A little taller, a little hairier. 100% Arthur. You know, he's always been a big guy. You just never seem to notice. You always thought he was short and little gnome. Uh, may have been my old eyes, Marius. Arthur, how how are you, boy? The battle, how did it go? Uh, it's, uh, it's complicated. It was all. Uh, he will reach into this little sack kind of on his hip, and then you see his arm just distend down. And he begins to rummage through, and he pulls out a large black staff that he slams against the ground. Um, his wizard staff is almost as big as yours, if not bigger. Is it the uh, staff of insects? It is not. Oh. Zolthus, did you say something? I'm so sorry. Uh, I heard the arm extending, so I thought Luffy, like one piece. Oh, kind of, more like bag of holding, probably, is what I was more yeah. alluding to. Like sat satchel of holding. Um... 
is he showing the staff to me or what is you said he just took it he out he is simply just holding it his wizard staff of office you would assume i see you do you normally keep your staff in the bag of holding I, i'll ask somewhat confused uh he like warily kind of looks around and he's like it's com complicated Ugh. life is complicated we should talk and he kind of gestures to the portal behind you and he says the rest of you can join us or not explore the town go shopping whatever you need um dinner at my place and he points across the boat uh to what looks like a giant tower um that itself is just one giant boat that is a tower um it is just slightly floating above the water and he says you can reach me in the mage district we should talk it's complicated and with that he kind of nods to you ozal and will step through this shimmering wall you may choose to follow or you may choose to meet him at a later time can i um perhaps give a perception or an arcana check like is this really arthur like i know the um spell that i did this should be arthur but it just seems odd um i so you can attempt or, to insight a second time to see if it's if it's arthur um, or investigation maybe investigation probably it's kind of hard to tell arcana would also be good for like trying to detect to see if he has spells up um you could roll arcana or history on his staff to try and figure out more there uh but yeah, yeah i'll do it's, it's yeah, i'll do you. that okay Wh uh, which 12 one? on the uh the uh staff yes uh with a 12 that is i'm gonna say that's enough um you recognize the staff from your short stint in Waterdeep uh, many, many years ago. It is passed down from Archmage to Archmage, uh, and they typically are called the Black Staff. Uh, it is a very rare, powerful magic item that is a dark wooden staff with a snarling wolf head whose eyes glow emerald green. Uh, the staff has a sentience in and above itself, uh, kind of like your staff, the staff chooses the wielder. Uh, is this, who may is this the next black staff? Yes. A staff of the Magi, or like it's just no? This is a similar the item. staff. This is like the staff of staffs. So like, if you were right, little Ozal in Mage Academy, every wizard wants to grow up this to become like the, the black Jordan. staff. I yeah. See. Oh, dude. Okay, it, this puts so... Air Jordan to shame. This is limited edition handcrafted Nikes. Okay, so it's I will... It's the four-leaf clover grimoire from... Yes. Ah, yes, course. it is. I will uh, look back and say, well, you're all free to join. If not, uh, I believe we may need to do some preparation, but uh, yeah, I'll follow Arthur. Okay. And whoever wants to follow can join us. Yeah, the portal will linger for like 10, 15 seconds, and if no one comes through, it will close. Um, well, Burn's not going to let Ozol just go into some random portal alone. They've been together for decades, so he's going to get his buddies back and go in the portal. My man. Before I step in, um, Ozol will portion out. Um, Max, I think it was 500 gold that Marius needs. Amongst a few other things, yes. But... Uh, and I'll toss... Uh, gold to marius and say um if you need to find any uh healing items or items for spells that you may cast you may use this 
Um, I'm also going to give uh, Marius all of my goods um, and say, um, if you need something, go ahead and buy it. If you see something I would like, go ahead and buy it. Uh, so I hand him 956 gold. All Woo. right. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> I've been hoarding gold, I guess. But that's God damn! In my I got head. I got twenty five gold. <laughs> in, in my own head, I just picture Burn just like scooping into a pouch and just like instead of handing him the whole pouch, he's just heaving gold at Marius, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like Marius has his arms open, like with his tabard, trying to catch all of it. It's like going everywhere. And he's like, okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so, and then it was all just kind of mage hands. That's my own head cannon, but that's how I can trade. So, Zothis, Zothis watches this with wide eyes, but, uh, I'm going to join Marius because I don't know, uh, interacting and shopping is something that my, uh, that Zothis hasn't really done. He's been basically hunting dead souls for the last few hundred years, so he doesn't really know how to interact with, uh, shopkeepers so much, so... He's gonna join oh, him. my friends, you are in such luck. We are going to have quite the wonderful time going to the store. You know, I also hear Kringlis is somewhere here. We should find him. Kringlis, I haven't met him. If anybody needs anything, Marius has my gold. We'll sort it out later. Maybe let's not speak that out so loudly here in you know the middle of this you, little oh, I will open say, area. This... <laughs> Out of all of the places you could be doing this, this is a good spot. So this is Brigand the Earth's private barge. Um, yeah. It is docked with the flotilla. So you're not really in danger of prying eyes, per se. Potentially, maybe, maybe not, right? Like, you could always have a spy inside of a spy. That kind of thing happens. But out of all of the home territory, you are safer-ish here. Yeah. I just mean, like, anybody in the group. Like, if Stolas needs something... Zothis yeah. or you, or you see something I would like or Ozol. Me as in Dungeon Master Cody? I, there are plenty of magic items I would love. Well, sure. My, uh, real quick question. My city streets ability is not going to matter here. It's not going to... Uh, it doubles yes, our it speed. Will. Oh, oh okay. that is awesome. I am all for using background abilities. I don't think they're used enough. While this is not a conventional city, it is still structured like a city. So, yes, it will apply. Okay, we can travel twice as fast together, Marius, traveling between any go. two locations in the city. Stolas, where are you going? As you see kind of Ozol step through this portal, you see Burn uh, like kind of hesitate and start hucking gold at Marius and then leap through the portal after his friend. Uh, Ozol! What are you doing? Stolas is still in a bad mood because his feathers are all messed up. And they literally just had to, like, fight a whale. And then they had that undersea adventure that was very dangerous. He's kind of done. And so he just turns to the others and he says, I'm going to go get a drink. And he, like, flies his way to the tavern. (laughs) Mark is in the chat asking for slightly louder background music. Slightly louder. Super chat. Oh, thank nice. you, Mark. Yes, I will. How's that, Mark? Does that fit your fancy, sir? Perhaps. That background music is so good, I want to put a bunch on my YouTube favorites. 
Hell yeah. This, this is one of my favorite parts of Roll20. Uh, Roll20, if you're out there and you want to give us a sponsorship, we'd love to sponsor you. But I am brutally honest, sometimes your service is kind of meh. It's hit or miss, depending on internet. Anyways, Stolas, there is a whole tavern alley that you fly to. I will start with you probably last, if that's okay. Yeah, that's cool. Actually, no. I'm going to start with you second to last. Start, start with, with shopping. you last? Start with <laughs> you last. That is a technical term. Um, you've never heard start with you last? We know what you mean. I know. Um, Burn and Ozal, I'm just going to say you guys head out. Boop. Oh, nope. Can't do that. Undo. Uh, yes. James Green, bring him back. Are you doing the combo with Arthur right now? No, we'll do that last. Uh, That's okay. what I actually meant. I'm going to start with Marius and Zolthus. Is there a city destination you would like to explore to? You guys have been given uh, a rough map of the flotilla. I guess the uh, trade district, right? Be, I, I, think, I think first off, the, the first couple things that I need, I need to make my way to the temple district would make the most sense to me. Because I need some incense. Uh, a couple of... Uh, let's see here. Mm -hmm. I need some incense. I need a couple of ivory strips. Uh, some herbs and oils that are in need for communing and praying. Are they just material components? A firm. Is that? Okay. And um, then I, also, I also need to find a, uh, a golden reliquary of Helm for a particular spell. Do any of them have an approximate cost for what you're looking for? Oh, yes, they do. Okay. If you just want to text me over what that is. Sure. Yeah. I will. And then you could subtract that. I... Yeah, I trust you. So, the Golden Reliquary is probably going to be the most expensive one, unless you have it, it an is. estimated cost for that. But uh, yeah, How you do we over... travel there? Are there little boats I guess we use? Or... Oh, so there's two ways, or three ways to travel. Um, you can see hopping from boat to boat across these things, there are a few sky-traveling peoples. Uh, either people with wings, people who have some sort of ferrying system, whether it be a magic canoe that can fly through the air, uh, magic uh, carpet that are taxiing people, and you can see several points where people set down. Um, there are some different races that offer travel uh, that way. There are smaller boats, too. Uh, you can make out um, trade delegations, essentially. Uh, boats that are made to do trading with. Uh, you can think like Thailand, where you can walk from boat to boat and buy different things from different street vendors. Um, or technically all of the boats are connected in some way, even if they don't really look like it on the map. Officially they are. And you can move through district to district adjacently. There are some districts that you are restricted from going into and that other people are also restricted going into. So the Bregandierth slash Abomination District is off limits to those people who are not a part of said guild. Uh, the guild does have representation at the Black Market fleets, uh, where they have a boat who sells black market goods to the commoners. Hey, what kind of, uh, what's the 
I guess when we get over to the temple district, just I guess what's the architecture like and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, this one's cool. Let me switch tabs here really quick. Um, you guys arrive to the trade district, and it's uh, an temple. interesting mashup. Temple. Oh, temple district. Sorry. Um, it's an interesting mashup because it's almost as if they have taken the stones and some of the ground themselves and put them onto a large floating platform. Uh, the boat is a flat-bottom, barge-style boat. It does not have multiple decks. It is one singular, cohesive deck. Um, you can make out cornerstones of ancient churches, <coughs> excuse me, elaborate art pieces, stained windows that have all been patched together in a modge-podge of architectural mashups. Um, each of the districts flows in between each other from lawful, structured buildings to chaotic buildings to somewhat neutral buildings depending on each church's alignment and or celestial divine setting there is a plethora of different quote-unquote styles um depending on each god and their representation helms is literally an armor shop it has an old chapel that has been required but because metal is in such short supply it is a shield an anvil and a small chapel behind which you can hear the ringing of hammers and prayers hmm. ironically it also shares a home next to oh i did not write his name down i have to google it the dwarven god of the forge is what i have in my notes but i forget more Moradin, thank you. I put it in quotes, fine name. Uh, thank you. Moradin. Which is why you would assume that there is an anvil out front sharing occupying spaces. Actually, I believe this is actually going to be the first time I'm meeting other worshippers of hell. Yeah. So, uh, I kind of peek my head in a little trepidatiously, take a look around. Uh, who do I see inside? Uh, give me a perception check. Perception. 23. Oh, man. Um, there are not as many people in here as you had hoped. Um, you know that Helm is the god of protection, right? It's kind of his thing. Uh, he is the unsleeping eye the armored one he's known for having paladins he has a very active vigilant church they are watchers uh protectors guardians so it's not super uncommon to have kind of a less busy chapel and a more busy like workforce i guess or like um missionary ship i don't i don't really know paladin-esque order uh, but there are there is one friar. Uh, he is wearing full plate mail. It is very ornate, and he is an older dwarf. Uh, good morning, sir. Uh, I am Mario Shrutari. How are you today? Uh, he holds up a hand to you, and he says, "Good morning." I am a uh, fellow worshipper of Helm as I kind of like angle my shield towards him. 
I'm hoping to see if there's a few items I could try to acquire. Uh, he says, I am Father Franklin. He kind of gives you a, a subtle bow. Uh, he will tilt his reliquary towards you and kind of mumble a prayer under his breath towards you as he is listening to what you need. Father Franklin, I'm, I'm looking for a, a, uh, a reliquary of helm, some incense, a couple of strips of ivory, and a sunverse pendant. Is there any way you could help a fellow brother of helm in, in acquiring a few of these items? I'm what was the to... last one? The pendant? A, a sun, sunburst pendant. Oh, what is that? It's a... Uh, Material component required for a very specific spell if I'm going to be hunted down by vampires. <laughs> yeah. Sunburst pendant 5e. Okay. While you're looking that up, I the... I, big, I just posted it in the chat. Thank you. The big donk says, Yo, what's up, everyone? Y'all are giving me something to watch on Night Shift tonight. Thank you. Mark Pearson says, uh, Now, what? Let's fucking go. May the dice be with you all. Yo. Wet mark is always a good mark. Aha! So it's basically a symbol of raven kind, almost. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Uh, cool. We're on the same page. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. oh, I need to write his name down. It was Father Franklin. Father Franklin. Father Franklin, yeah. So those are a few of the items I was trying to see, and if there's any chance, you know, I could get the the Helm's discount for any of it. Um, he will offer you a five percent discount, being that you are a follower of Helm. Um, and he says the the reliquary will take time to smith. Did you have a preferred? Placement, perhaps on your helm, on your shield, on your sword, a pendant, a necklace? Uh, a pendant would actually be quite lovely. Okay. Would you like it to be a charm that hangs off of something specifically, or just the pendant necklace as the standard order? Let's do a, uh, a full chain and necklace then. Okay. Uh, of course, it'll need to be golden in nature, uh, and then maybe have a place set for Helm's symbol along the pendant itself. Okay. Yeah, it just counts as like a holy symbol. Uh, for golden holy symbol, it roughly runs 100 gold um, total, so I, I will say 95. This right? is the, the spell, spell that I require it for. Uh, yeah, I ran 5% off for all of that already, so that's 997.5. I'll subtract it from the total that we have. Okay. Um, as for the actual sunburst pendant, the magical item, um, uh, it is not, it oh. is not, not a magical item. It's just a, it's, not. It, it's required to be worth a hundred gold. Okay. Well, perfect. Uh, Father Franklin so. says that he can provide that to you. Um, for, is it, uh, yep, okay, it's interesting, uh, under the 5th edition compendium, it is listed as a magic item, minor magic item, which is kind of interesting. Oh, 
Huh. Yeah. The Jesus, component cost for this... radiant damage. Yeah, that that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, that's the, that's the spell sunburst. Um, that would be why. Uh, Zoltis, what are you doing as Max is taking all of this in, out of curiosity? There's more light in here than you've seen in a while, too. There are, like, hundreds of thousands of candles. Not hundreds of thousands. There are thousands of candles, right, lighting the this area. And this is in the, uh, their, like, Helm's Temple, technically? Yeah, it's like a really nice a... garage. Uh, okay. It's got, like, metal... <laughs> ornateness right there's like a forge and then you kind of walk back and there's a, a greeting meeting area and like an altar um it's like if you were to take a man shed and then load it with armor okay uh Zothus is uh looking around and uh you can see some nice armor and whatnot and asks the store uh or sorry the father franklin uh any sort of any light armors or anything useful for sneaking around? Uh, he chuckles at you and shakes his head no. He said, As paladins and clerics of Helm, we pride ourselves and he choo -choo on his chest piece of the best armor money can buy. Would you recommend anyone on the flotilla? Hmm. Well, you might be able to try the Elven Embassy. You look like a knife here, potentially. I don't know. I don't know a lot about them. Obviously, as a dwarf, I am not allowed to go there. Uh, he said you also could try uh, the trade docks um, or the War Council, depending on who you are affiliated with. Um, there's also magical items that can be acquired past the slums, though I do not traffic in black market goods and then he'll spit out of the side of his mouth in disdain father franklin i have a question for you do you yes, do you happen yes, to to know anything about uh who was it zothus the sanguine sanguine's chalice what are they like uh father franklin will kind of look past you and the other dwarf, uh, who's worshipper of Morden, who shares the adjacent chapel, uh, he kind of nods towards him, and uh, he stops banging on the anvil, puts uh, the item he's working in back into the stoking fire, and closes the chapel doors. <clears throat> Father Franklin will kind of gesture to some stools scattered around this somewhat clustered, but holy place of helm and he says why would you ask that my boy i've been served one of their cards do you have it on you it is stored away somewhere hopefully away from prying eyes <sighs> kind of like runs his hands across his temple he's like things like that should be destroyed they use it as a location device. Though storing it in an extraplanar storage facility, such as a box, uh, a portable hole, bag of holding, is a good start. It will take longer for their trail to catch up with you, but they are experts 
at hunting men. I've lost a few paladins myself to their order. They are not to be trifled with. Hence why I need the supplies that I have asked you for. He kind of nods. So, any idea about their operations here within the flotilla? He says, no. Unfortunately, information is not my specialty. Everyone's got colors. Everyone's got a symbol. Everyone has a team. I would suggest, should that you have time, heading down to the War Council and officially licensing your adventuring group so that you may benefit from the renown that you can give unless you are tied to an adventuring group. And he kind of looks at you. Hmm, yes, we, we have uh, joined up with a rather large group here, uh, it seems. Bregan the Earth. Ah, the necessary evil. That, that tracks. Not a bad group. Not a great group. Yes, they seem to be quite troubled trying to find themselves within the uh, current predicament of the world. He kind of nods. I'm hoping I can guide them in the right direction with Helm's guidance. One can try. Unfortunately, our power has been diminished from what we once were. I offer prayers daily and sanctitude and Yes, it does put a tag out on us, but it does offer a small sliver of protection for those I can protect. You are one of six of our paladinic order. At, at this point, since the doors are closed, I'll actually drop my humanoid form and reveal my seraph presentation. I am quite uh, blessed yeah. by Helm. And obviously, Father Franklin, you have been tested in your time. I hope to bring apart a guiding light within this flotilla and find people that are deserving of Helm's protection. He he is humbled that you would share your biggest secret, or what he would perceive as your biggest secret with him. And he kind of puts a hand on you and he says, bless you, boy. But be warned. You are not the only angel who is looking for a home. He kind of looks at you like super seriously. He was like, there are fallen, and they will come for you. Good to know. I will make certain to keep this hidden for my normal walks amongst the city. And do not let the elves know. Those knife-eared bastards always have a plan. Something up their sleeve. They've been surly ever since they lost their little island. So they're recently here. Uh, joined the flotilla, then. They were a founding member. They were one of the first to fall after Waterdeep fell. But they are long-lived, as I'm sure you know, and long of memory. Have Anyways, you heard the... Go ahead. I was going to say, have you heard the word of any Vistani making it here to the to the boats? My people generally travel by carriage, but maybe there's a chance that a few have set sail. Hmm. I don't often leave the Temple District. Truth be told, you could go down to the commons or the warrens or the slums and try and ask there, but I do not have any Vistani followers. 
akin to yourself, though. And he kind of points towards the metallic braids in your hair that are woven into your hair. Well, if my people are anywhere, they'll be where the wine flows. Ah. Maybe we'll go to the tavern next, but... Richards, how how is your uh, connections with, with the Artificer Corps? I have a, mm. a simple map here. We had a friend that used to travel with us uh, that was a, a warforged, a, a automaton creation named Kringlis. I'm hoping to see if he's here. I'm sure they will be there. Where the hammers ring, the coin flows, especially in these times. Do they have good standing with the flotilla? They are one of the few reasons the dragons dare not tread above their boat. Alright then. I think that is where we'll head next. How much time do you require for your reliquary crafting? Uh, about a day. Alright. I have one quick question before we leave. Of course, Zothis. Uh, Zothis uh, looks towards Father Franklin. Does the name Countess Bavard mean anything to you? He scoffs. He says, be careful with names, boy. They carry power. He says, yes, the Sanguine Chalice. They are known. That does, do they in particular carry any weight? They are, well, simply yes. They trade with all sides. They take deals from anyone, and they will leverage their deal to make sure they come out on top. They are not to be trusted. They have as many allies as they do enemies. Between them and the Zimtarum, I'm not people I would want to trifle with. Uh, Zothis nods and uh, looks towards Marius. I'll conceal my form at this time. Zothis, let's make our way over to the Artificer's core and see if we can find the, our friend Kringlis. He'll be the best at help getting us any equipment we need if you're looking for some new armor. Okay. Uh, you guys head over there. I'm going to hop to Kringlis. Or not Kringlis. Wow. I'm sorry. Still lost. Who is also technically Kranglis. It wasn't too far off. <laughs> Let me do this. Stolas, there are a plethora of taverns. Where would you like to land? Um, okay, so you mean there's like a bunch of them on this little, uh, I guess this little dock that I'm on? Oh, yes. It is a whole barge full of booze. It is a booze barge. Okay. And uh, I can you describe the differences between them, or are they all just kind of the same? Would you like just a smattering of names? Yeah, sure. There is the Thin Axe, the god of wine himself, Lathander. <laughs> That's a joke for D&D friends, because he's not the god of wine. But that's what it's called. God of Wine, Lathander. Uh, the Rich Cavern. Um, hold on. 
here we go. The Drunken Drake, the Fuzzy Quarterstaff, and the Gifted, the Grifted Shark. We'll go to the, uh, the God of Wine. That sounds classy. God of Wine Lathander. All right. Uh, you walk in and it is a quote-unquote temple-themed bar uh, that is just utter blasphemy. Uh, there is like, it looks like someone maybe lost part of the temple district and they didn't know where to where it went. So they kind of slapped it up on Tavern Alley. So it's like pseudo-church themed. But at the same time, it's like there's a this picture of this beautiful sun god. And then he has like devil horns and like a... Uh, one of those little monocles and a mustache and a top hat like painted over his uh, profile. <coughs> wow. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, their specialty ale is the golden wheat. That sounds delicious. Uh, there is a beautiful, 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 beautiful looking nymph who is sitting behind the bar and she is kind of, you know, doing her thing with these wooden cups, using her magic on them to make them clean. Uh, and they look up towards you and they say, welcome. Can I get you something to drink? Bird friend. House special, please. The house special. Are you sure? Will it kill me? No. Then I'll take it. Okay. Uh, you see them walk behind the bar and they begin picking herbs and vegetables and just cramming them into a tankard. Um, which is a little bit concerning because those usually aren't made for drinks. And then you see them stick their hand in and you hear this blending motion as this thick green syrupy drink is made uh they begin to walk down the different casks and pull each handle and they just go down the row until the tankard is full and then they slam it on the table and they say one mud maker uh thank you i hope i can actually finish all of this the mug is almost as big as me yes make a constitution saving throw as you begin to drink okay uh, <laughs> oh no now I'm kind of concerned just say uh, we're not there yet we'll describe what happens but you know just make like two or three and then we'll determine how the day goes for you um, okay in relativity 11 uh oh 21 20. okay Eight. oh no so Stolas you are you're drinking the mud maker and it is thick it is kind of a brownish color after they've added all the different ales in there and the vegetables uh, you assume the vegetables are just kind of the dryad's flair, like trying to force people to maybe live a little bit healthier. <laughs> um, right. It doesn't taste great. Granted, you are also, you know, you're an omnivore, so it's just kind of what it is what it is, right? But as it goes down your bird goal, it, it burns at first, and you, you go straight to your head. You haven't had a lot to eat today. You kind of snack on some uh, carrots that grow out of the bar. Uh, that was that 21 kind of, you know, start to get a little buzz and it carries through. And then you're like, fuck it. I'm going to just drain this thing. You slam it on the table and then knock your head back and you just 
empty the entirety of the tankard, setting it upside down on this kind of moss-covered bar. Um, and then it hits you like a ton of bricks, and you fall out of your chair. Stolas, as you just kind of drunkenly hiccup, uh, <laughs> sit on the ground underneath the bar on your table. Uh, the nymph will kind of poke her head over and just kind of laugh, looking at you. She's like, you okay down there? I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> okay, we have room and board if you need somewhere to stay. And she'll kind of just leave you be on the ground. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Stolas, you are... I am... Oh, man. Roll me a d6. Okay. One plus three, I, have, I have a plus three on my side. So for the next four hours, um, you just kind of hang out on the ground in the bar. And we'll hop back to you after we get back from Marius. But first, let us adventure over one. Top left, Ozol. It's okay. You just go straight top left, and I will pull you onto the board. Yeah, it's just, get... it's just black for me. Yep. You're just on the GM layer. I'm pulling you over. I wasn't sure who was going to be here, so. Token. Oh, come on. We'll just move uh, those of Quickly, you for Abdulio, he had asked about Streamlabs. I was able to get it set up, so uh, absolutely no pressure. But, uh, you know, if you decide to do that either through Super Chat or Streamlabs, that's uh, really awesome of you, bud. Appreciate it. What's, what's Streamlabs? Uh, I'll be honest. I, I set it up a long time ago, but I never fully set it up. But it's just like a different way that people can tip you. I guess oh, during the cool. stream, yeah. I guess he had said that we had an account, and he's correct. When we did uh, first set up Ox Plays, I had uh, kind of set that up, but I never really did anything with it. So thank you, Abdulio. You and Burn, slightly after Burn, emerge through this portal. Um, let me actually let me switch songs here. Um... You emerge through this portal to a large courtyard. It is kind of weird as you step through. The walls are deceptively high. They're maybe like 14, 16 feet, right? Beyond them, it looks like a cityscape that kind of stretches out and around in a circle. Almost like Inception-like, as if it curls up and around the horizon. This illusion of cities and that begin to helixly spiral into the sky around the tower and everywhere you look it's kind of like it moves and turns with you uh as you step through what is this place arthur this is the tower of the black staff it was all please come inside make yourself at home and he kind of gestures uh to the ground floor which is uh, first floor is to your right the staff has its own tower <laughs> he says, Burn, oh, always the comedian. The staff is the notation of office, not the staff itself, my son. Uh, and oh. he'll take you into conference room A. Uh, he pulls out a seat, 
and kind of waves his hand and you hear faintly in the distance a bell go off and he said food will be with us shortly Ozo. thank you for joining me of course i'm sure you have questions this is a safe place to talk feel free to do so how have you created this space <laughs> i have not created it i am simply filling in you could say i am the tenth in the line of black staffs was morden kane in amongst this line uh, you say that, and the staff snarls at you as he kind of pulls back on it, uh, and he says, please do not mention our dear friend's name and my mentor, but yes, he had a hand in helping create this and me. You do know that he is uh, being s- sought out. He is not the only one. Uh, can I trust you, Ozil? Always. Have you become tainted? How so? Are you using the Shadow Weave? I guess, technically, yes. Right, Cody? <gasps> yeah. Yes. Uh, give me an insight check, both you and Burn, since Burn, you're just kind of hanging out. Uh, my insight will be 19. Okay. Insight... 12. Um, there is... It's very subtle, but it kind of... He, like, twitches across his face. There is pain, as you say that, uh, and frustration that you would stoop to something of that level, being a wizard of your great renown. He says this, or he... he um... That's just kind of the feeling you get. Uh, I will add that um, it seems as though we had no choice, uh, questioningly asking him. Um, he just declines to offer a uh, notation. He just kind of shrugs. He said, there's always a choice, Ozo. Well, tell me, what would you like to say, Arthur? I need your help. Go on. My office is a delicate position. I am scrutinized by all members that exist within our power structure in the flotilla. I, of course, am the highest ranking mage here. Hands down, bar none. Even including yourself. Um, what did he say? He's the most powerful wizard, is what he said? He is, yeah. He is the highest ranking mage, including you. And by that, does he mean in terms of, like, political power or in terms of, like, magical abilities? I think it's meant to be a little bit ambiguous. Uh, You could insight that if you wanted to, you know, dig deeper into that. Uh, I would like to dig deeper into that, because I know when we left, he was, like, a very novice mage. Uh, 13? Uh, yes. He said high-ranking, not powerful. It is meant as Well, I both. guess, I guess your, your both... Your insight is successful. I rolled a little Okay. You sure. rolled a 13. It is meant as both. He also had made mention as kind of a passing comment uh, that Mordenkainen had taken over as mentor. Um, mm-hmm. 
to him. You're not sure, sure for how long. That's the hard thing, right? Time is kind of wonky in this timeline. So where you have been here for months, other people have been here for years, right? So Ozal will uh, take a look at his watch. Is it clicking faster or slower or the same as normal? Uh, it is running backwards in this place as if it's being siphoned off. Did, um, did Arthur say when I left, I was about to learn? Um, yes. Ozal will ask, um, by your estimation, Arthur, how long have you been here? Uh, he kind of looks at you uh, and he says, I suppose there is no hiding it. Ozal, I was taken out of the timeline and trained by Mordenkainen as a, a last resort. That is why I'm Blackstaff, and that is why I currently outrank you. Though, fond memories I have of you. I have been taken out for hundreds of years, Ozo. Uh, his bugbear form shimmers and kind of distorts. And what's left in its wake is somewhat horrifying. Um, as sitting across from you in the table is what looks like a giant construct. Um, let me see if I can. Oh, come on, roll 20. Don't do this to me tonight. While you're messing with the tech side of things, um, I'll ask, um, and Faye, it seems that you did not recall who Faye was. Uh, his what would be his head kind of reels uh and he says i i don't know this person of who you speak of i will cast a minor illusion and sort of project her onto the table um our fellow student arthur or has it been so long he just kind of shrugs he's like i i have never seen her in my life that was all Uh, I will ask about the uh, the final battle, if he remembers any of that, against the forces of Strahd. He says, I do. I do remember being there. I remember the tower. I remember the explosion. It has been some time, but yes, I do remember it. Ozal will say, um, it was always one of the hardest decisions to leave you and Faye. But I hope you understand that it must have been done. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, Ozal will say, well, what can we help you with, my boy? I... Oh, come on. There we go. I finally got it to load. So this is Arthur's current form. Um, what looks like some sort of large automaton covered in white robes, uh, carrying a large black staff. Inset into the chest piece of this crystal, you can make out Arthur, the actual physical form of Arthur. He has undergone crystallization and has been inset into what looks like this giant animated armor in billowing robes. Just to answer that question up in case people ask. Thanks. Yes. Um... He says, well, 
I'm afraid that you have been played by Jarlaxle. He has sent an operative into the lion's den shortly after your arrival here. What Jarlaxle doesn't know is the original ruling body of Waterdeep was known as the Mast Lords of Waterdeep. They were a group of anonymous leaders who hid themselves in masks and robes and convened for matters of law. They were not to dis disclose to anyone who they were. They were not to use their political power for personal gain, for deals or insider training. They were just a ruling body of anyone from any class with the exception of upper nobility or someone who works in a public's work job, such as myself. These mass lords have persisted till today. We have a ruling body who presides over the entirety of the flotilla, Jarlaxle being one of them. However, what has not reached his intelligence ears until probably about now, and he kind of looks down at a pocket watch and puts it back in his, his chest, they have been being killed systematically. On top of that, they have taken one of my operatives, of whom I would ask that you return him to me. Where is and he being held? That is a complicated question that we will probably have to <clears throat> talk with your whole group about. Okay. But, if you're willing, I am forming a special task force. Task Force Zintarum Eater. How do you spell that? Well, this is a personal favor to you or to the order? It is a job. I am offering you work. What is the payment, my dear boy? The payment? That was all. What is it that you would ask? How much? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know. Arthur. We've been burned before. People asking us to do things, and then, you know, it gets a little messy. We just want to know where we stand here. I suppose if you name a price, we can bring it to Marius and Stolas and Zothis and see about rescuing your compatriot. I expected more from you. It was otherwise. I will so, offer you this. I will offer you 1,200 gold each. On top of that, I would offer you 700 gold pieces for any evil-aligned wizards, warlocks, sorcerers, or witches that you can capture and bring back to my tower. Very well. And when would this mission begin? Tonight. What do you say, Burn? So Jarl Axel, the guy that's been helping us, has been screwing us? No, not screwing you. 
Do not think that little of him. It is in his nature to keep things close to the chest. He just said he played us. How am I supposed to take it? Like a man. So, Jorlaxel really likes to make sure that he comes out on top the best with the deals, mm -hmm. right? So, he is the kind of guy who will pay you less for your job and promise more just to see if you succeed. Just to see if you'll succeed. And then once you do succeed, he will come through with it. But he does not have your interest at heart the way that maybe Burn would have or... Does Still Arthur lost. have our interest at heart? That's yeah, a good question. We to trust this guy. But also, I guess um, I didn't quite understand. So one of Jarlaxle's spies was captured, but the spy is actually Arthur's spy. Can you explain that? Uh, there are pause? two different spies. Okay, yeah. Can we pause and can you just explain, I guess, yeah. who we're actually rescuing? No, we'll role play that out. That's a good question from Ozol. Yeah, uh, Ozol. Refreshments are, are brought out, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, I will mage hand uh, one to burn and one to myself. Uh, pull out my pipe and say, may I? Of course. Uh, begin uh, smoking the pipe and say, the individual that you need rescued, he's a spy of your order or one of Jarlaxle's spies? The creature who has brought drinks kind of looks towards Arthur, and Arthur nods at him in his robotic body, and he says... Open your mind, and I will show you. And then you feel this pressure, both you and Burn, against your mind's surface level, right? Do you accept, or do you decline? I will accept. Accept! Okay, the Illithid to the left of Arthur penetrates your mind barrier and begins to show you the operatives. One... Oh, fuck... <laughs> thanks thanks dude one of them is captain d himself hey you see him slinking off the boat after it's been docked the crew heading back to um the abomination with your boat uh and then d departing on a different vessel headed towards another location um smash cut you see kind of jarlaxle looking with this astrolabe device that you guys have brought back the um oh, i have it written down somewhere what's it called again the planosphere the planosphere yes looking at it kind of giving orders and then it going dark as d is taken and dragged somewhere uh fading out and disappearing from the map which should be impossible okay the second one is not the same you are actually in a first person view of a creature as it is slinking through tight tunnels, working its way across what looks like a large prison. And then he is hit across the back of the head by something shedding light and fire silhouetted in his vision as it closes and he collapses. Hmm. Who was the second operative? His name is Pliskin. And they're being held in the same 
area? We believe so. It's a high... Please, enjoy your refreshments. I... And you kind of see Arthur wince and kind of collapse in on himself a little bit. I must retire shortly. Um, Jeffrey here. I'll help you with anything you need in the meantime. Um, we shall reconvene tonight to discuss our approach. And he will kind of nod to you. Um, then kind of hobble off. Is it very uh, imp- implied that we stay here or. Um... It's up to you. Well, you said the portal closed earlier, so will it? Is it open again? Uh, I mean, you probably already asked Jeffrey, right? Like, yeah, um, yeah. Ozal will say, um, Jeffrey, my dear boy, if we leave, how can we get back into this area? He hands you um, a ring, and on the ring there is a face and a gem. And he says, these are barrier keys. They will let you teleport to our threshold and into the courtyard of the tower. They also provide communications from me to you. There are five. Give one each to your people. Can these I require... Why... Oh, sorry. Can I ask why Jeffrey is so scary looking? Because he's an illithid? Is it a mind flayer? Yeah. Freaky. Oh, okay. Um, Ozal will uh, clarify. These rings, do they require attunement, Jeffrey? They do not. Thank God. Um, Okay. Uh, I will say, well, when should Arthur be expecting us? Tonight? For supper, yes. Very well. We'll reconvene with our friends and be right back. Of course. Shortly. Uh, he gestures at kind of the way you guys came back out to the courtyard and he'll kind of float out there with you. Um, and then with a flick of his wrist, he will open the left portal since you came through on the right, um, and say entrance. And he points towards the right and then he points towards the left and he says exit. Ozal will finish his drink and bow to, uh, Arthur and, uh, sort of encourage Burn to bow as well. And uh, we will exit the uh, courtyard. Okay. Uh, go ahead and put yourselves wherever you want to be on the flotilla as we hop back to Max. And Zolfus. You don't say. Um, if there is time before we go back there, um, after what Max has to do, I want to check out the, uh, I guess the delegation of magic where I might be able to find spells, scrolls. Yeah, totally. So I'll put myself there and then let Max, uh, have his, uh, stuff that he needs to do. Sounds good to me. Soltis and Max. Hello. Also, and that's really how. Glad... Oh, sorry. I'm really glad that you caught my Fresh Prince reference, uh, Zach, uh, Batfish. I saw that in the. Uh... Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead, Max. Take it away. And that's how we met our friend Kranglis. There, he like literally just appeared out of the ground, and then our cart <laughs> ran over him. Like <laughs> it. 
The fact that he survived just, like, boggles my mind to this day. Man. You approach the Artificer Corpse. It is this large, for the lack of a better word, it is a Destroyer-class gunboat. There are rune powder cannons peppered across the entirety of the ship. You can make automatons moving back and forth. There are Modron from the Plane of Law that are hovering, hovering and working on cogs, speaking to Trigons and other people that should not exist on this plane that are here on this boat specifically. Um, steam and heat billows just across the entirety of this powered apparatus. Under the water, there is this, for lack of a better word, I guess, nuclear-like glow, this green radiated glow in the water uh, that lights up the entirety of the ship. And you can make out what looks like water-striding spherical devices uh, that have multiple eyes. Um, you can kind of see off in the distance there's a pack of orcas just like swimming and one of these devices strides across the water and explodes another one retaking its place in this defensive matrix around the artificer corpse a singular bridge extends uh it is a hanging bridge um that is made of like chain and wood and it's single file and forces you to walk across uh, as you approach there's a small platform and a large barrier door, sitting outside of which is a gnome with a cog on his hat and across his chest, who greets you from this little slit in the little box that he's kind of off to the left of, um, and this kind of this armor-plated glass looking back towards you. He says, ah... <clears throat> Hello, fellow Travelers! You have entered the realm of the Artificer Corpse. How may I be of servicing for you today? Uh, well, uh, we are looking for someone named Krenglis. Does he happen to be here? Uh-huh. Yeah, we have a Krenglis. Could you take us to him, please? We I'm are sorry, are you friends. an authorized personnel of the Artificer Corpse? We are friends of his, trying to visit... Oh, that's really neat. Could you let us in, please? I, I cannot do that unless you have specific <laughs> authorization from either a ruling body, um, such as the council, uh, the black staff, or the elven empathy, uh, or the bankers guild, of course, they have investments here, or if you are a member of the artificial corpse, um, you will be given identification cogs, and he kind of gestures to his little chest, to this little golden half cog, that would allow you entry past my barrier. You could always try to contact your friend in other ways and take them out for a drink, should they have time to do so. Well, Zothis uh, whispers to Marius, ask them to bring him here. Is there any chance you could go and retrieve him and bring him here? Let's I know can that certainly we ask my supervisor, should you like me to? Please, that would be fantastic. Uh, let him know Marius Rudari is here for him. Of course. Right away, sir. Please stand by. And you see him 
kind of leap out of his little chair and disappear into the box behind him. And you hear a bunch of locks clicking and unclicking as a door swings open and then closes and then locks behind him. Um, 30 minutes later, a single voice kind of pops back through and there is a singular eye instead of two smaller eyes in the slit. Uh, who looks at you and then says, designation. Representative of Helm, Marius Rudari. Displace, error. Category. He looks at you. Designation. Cleric. (laughs) It's like loading. Not on list. He turns to his left to look at Zolthus. Designation. Zolthus Moonglade. Rogue. Not on list. Bregan Earth. Jarlaxle. Question mark. Stand by. The slit closes. Uh... You can hear whispering between these two creatures. One is very, like, a monodrone. And you hear, throw it over. Beginning? Option one. Option three. <laughs> throw it over. starts to actively act- laugh. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. One, zero, one, 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 zero, one, one. Okay? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One, zero. Zero zero one zero one zero one one zero one zero zero one. Option two. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, you hear clambering as he stands back up. The door clicking and unclicking, opening, closing, clicking back closed, and the slit comes back across. I have been informed by upper management that I am not to permit you barrier entry unless you are with the great Jarlaxle himself, who in fact is a ruling body and member of the council. Unfortunately, at this time, the Artificer Corps is working at full capacity uh, to make sure that all of our orders are met on time. Should you like to put in an order, there are order forms that I can dispense here, here, and here with pamphlets A, B, and C. Hmm. Well then, I'll take those forms and hold on to them for a moment. Uh, Of course. I'll try and reach my friend Um, another way. Uh... Please, I know that you are trying to search your friends. And last week we had an incident with a druid that I should probably tell you about. Um, being that now we are zero days without incident because it has happened again today. Unfortunately, the gun batteries on top are intercepting flying creatures. So, please do not attempt to fly over the walls. You will be shot at and probably killed. Same well, thing with then. the water striders. And he gestures down to the waters, and you see this dead orca just floating across the water. Uh, the artificer corpse takes security very seriously, so please do not attempt to come in by unsavory means. I warn you, it is a public service announcement. That poor creature. The yes, the s- druid was very unhappy because he was wild shaped and was shot, and then was shot several times after while he was descending uh, into the main area. Um, oh, it, was a, it was a travesty. You should have seen the blood. And his face just goes white. He's like, all of the blood. There was so much of it everywhere. 
I'm more pointing towards the orca dead in the water. Uh, you're going to attract sharks if you leave that there. Yes, that is part of the defensive strategy so that any unsavory beings attempt to uh, swim towards the artificer corpse. Why so, so much defense? Uh, dragon raiding parties? Duh. <laughs> it's like you're not even from here. Jeez. Actually, I'm not. I'm actually oh, quite, oh. quite new. Oh, God, I am so sorry. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, that would explain why you, uh, have asked so many questions today, wasting so much of my time. Well, aren't you the only one here guarding the door? Well, no, silly. Just because I'm the only one you can see doesn't mean I'm the only one here. Well, then you're supposed to answer questions, are you not? Uh. Anyways, I'll, I'll try con contacting Gringlis a different way. Uh, at which point, you know, he'll he'll see me pull out a, a short piece of copper wire, and I'll cast Sending. Okay. You send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you are familiar. The creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes you as the sender if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner immediately. The spell enables creatures with an intelligence score of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. You can send the message across any distance and even to other planes of existence. But if the target is on a different plane than you, there's a 5% chance the message is not delivered. Granglis, the design, Marius. I'm at the front door. There's a young man here preventing me from making my way into the core. Can you meet us? Uh, Kringlis. Still lost. Uh, I'm going to let you answer, but your technical answer is no, too busy, and you are now a part of the hive mind, which our other players do not know. So however you'd like to convey that in a covert way, as a subtle plea for help, but not really, but kind of. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um... Wow, how would I even do that? Uh... Something about quotas? Mm. Meeting quotas? Would that be, like, a hint enough, though? I don't know. Oh. All praise to Odd Messiah. all I can think of. Something like that. Some sort of mono-drone towards your hive mind-like god that you now serve. Okay, um... Or not. I mean, maybe Kringlis isn't the time, right? I will meet you if I am permitted to, to meet you. That's the answer you get back, Marius. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to take a look at these forms and then, you know, start working my way back across the bridge with Zolthus. <laughs> uh, forms is an understatement. You have picked up three grimoire-sized books of paperwork. <laughs> Damn. One of which is a language you do not speak. This looks Look like a job for Ozal. <laughs> <laughs> I would I, I wouldn't begin to understand all of this. I'll give this to him. Uh let's see. I don't think that paperwork's going to get us anywhere. 
If anyone can figure it out, it'll be him. But uh, I think our friend Kringlis might be having some problems. The way that man was speaking, we aren't going to get anywhere fast. No, I don't think so either. Marius, uh, I have sent a message into general chat as to what the quote-unquote grimoires are labeled. That being the I-9 form, the D-14A format paperwork, and something labeled 3D-22101. Outstanding. I'll make sure to pass that form right along to Ozal. Um, so, let's see here. Is there anything else that we think our party might need immediately? Hmm. Say... Wow. Holy shit. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> Abdulio sent a nice uh, little tip there, but I'll, I'll give it to you in a second. Hell yeah. Just a tip. Thanks, Abdulio. So, I'll, uh, let's make our way over to the trade district. Zoltis, is there anything that you need? Specifically in this trade district? Sure. It'll have to be whatever we find. I'm not sure what they, what stores are even available. The trade district contains the entirety of the player's handbook goods that are common that you can find anywhere. If you are looking for something else, it will probably be found at a specialty store. The slums in the black market would have items tailored towards like thieving tools, disarming like trap tools, uh, weapons, poisons, stolen armors, and items, right? Uh, you know, your jailbroken iPods, things like that. Um, the delegation of magic is going to be scrolls, spells, spell books. Uh, the alchemy barge is going to be all alchemical items, right? Um, anything you can brew potions with, uh, herbs, things like that. The artificer corpse is going to be, uh, special crafted magical items and or vehicles. Um, what else? Oh, Black Market also has weapons and armor that are magic. Uh, mercenary docks are where you can hire... Other mercenary parties uh, for extra help, kind of like lackeys, or you can put hits out on other parties you meet, uh, which is a mechanic we'll probably get to a little bit further on once you have more gold flowing. That's kind of the the run of where things are. Uh, in particular, I guess, are there any items? Because I know um, some of it may require crafting and things like that. Are there any items that I might be able to use immediately, like like those poisons? Can that, can they just be like added to a weapon? Or? Yeah, I guess so, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So how the way that poisons works. work is you use it right, and you can either put it on a weapon as like a bonus action, or it's something you can like soak your arrows in, right? You get a limited number of uses on it. So, um, for example, if you were to use wyvern poison, right? It's one of the stronger poisons. It's really nasty. It's got a higher DC saving throw for constitution. I think it's like DC 15 off the top of my head or 16. And then when it hits, it does extra damage or half damage if you save. And then it can inflict the poisoned condition, which is really nasty. 
um, and you can continually take damage until you save out of it. Or you can put it on like a dagger if you want to use it in melee, things like that. It's a really good way, especially for like an assassin rogue, if you get surprise and you get that critical hit off, that you roll a shit ton of dice and nuke something really fast. It is also very expensive. Mm, okay. Right? Purple Worm Poison is going to be like the highest level poison you can buy. And uh, the if you put it on a blade, I assume that's not permanent either. Uh, it's a single-use item. So you put okay, it on the so blade. in that case it would be single-use, and the arrows yeah. would be multi-use. Uh, yeah, I think you can get up to like five. I guess we could Ooh. go look to see the prices of some of them, so I get I an idea a, of what's available. But. I have a poison dagger I can give him. There you go. I've literally there. never used it, and it's always poison. Yeah, well, it's a bonus action, and then you get the, the poison off, and I think it recharges every day, but yeah. Right. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, keep, like, um... Right. Poison in your pocket to apply it. It's like the dagger is poison. Okay. Zolthus, you find your way through the slums, um, kind of dragging along Marius with you, and you see three scuff marks on the ground, um, which kind of make a triangle, and then at the tip of the triangle, one side has a circle, one side has a square, one side has a rectangle. You know that if you go with the square, that is the direction leading you in Thieves' Camp to where you can buy stolen items and or crafted poisons. You wander through some more alleyways, looking at several different uh, scrapes along the wall, other markings, right? Um, and then you start to hear it. The chatter of Thieves' Camp, which sounds like endless drunken moaning to Marius. But to your keen ears, you hear it. The poison vendor. He's sitting on the ground, covered in what well, looks like fleas, and he's petting a rat. He's mumbling something about different types of ales and the baker's guild. And then he catches your eye, and just for a moment, the facade drops as he looks at you. What do you do? I look, uh, as I look towards him, I ask, uh, I know you're, you have some wares available? I do, if you have the coin. Well, first I'd like to know what, uh, options, uh, or what do you have in inventory? He nods. He whispers something to his little rat, and it goes scurrying off through the alley. He will reach down on the ground, and what looked like a pool of shadows turns out to be a portable hole that he lifts up and sticks to the wall, and he pulls out his poison cart, which is this alchemical hot dog cart filled with all kinds of different things. He says, the question that I need from you, my fellow friend is how would you like your poison delivered? It can be ingested, inhaled, contact, injury? What are you looking for? I would say contact. Contact poisons. I have two Ooh. currently. That is quite a dangerous form, is it not? It is. Better it be is careful a... with that, Zoltus. He kind of holds up this vial. He says, I have two different kinds. 
Um, let me pull up my sheet here. There we go. I have the Carrion Crawler Mucus and the Oil of Tigget. The Carrion Crawler Mucus uh, goes for about 250 gold, and the Oil of Tigget goes for about 500. Uh, the Carrion Crawler Mucus is a poison that must be harvested from dead or incapacitated carrion crawlers. The creature subjected to this poison must succeed a DC 13 concentration saving throw or be poisoned for one minute. The poisoned creature is paralyzed. The creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on a successful one. Uh, the mucus can be spread onto any surface that a creature would touch, whether it be a weapon, whether it be a chair, as long as their bare skin comes into contact with it. They must attempt that saving throw. I guess is the only way I can say that. And they are poisoned. The other one, uh, being the oil of Tigget, if I scroll down here, uh, a creature subject to this poison must succeed a DC 13 constitution saving throw or become poisoned for 24 hours. The poisoned creature is unconscious. The creature wakes up if it takes damage. This one is really good if you are doing something savory and you need someone to sleep. Mm. Just, just thinking what other option or what uh what are you looking to accomplish? Are you looking That's... to kill? Are you looking to maim? Are you looking to poison? Are you looking to knock out? Technically, we don't know that. I guess at this point, we don't know even what the mission is. Um, you do not, but you, Zoltis, yeah, are a, uh, an assassin. How how do you want to play it? Um, Just as deadly with a word as you are a blade. I think the paralyzing one could be useful, but even more useful for capturing someone is the other one, but that's a lot of gold. Uh, that's like a huge chunk of gold. Uh, five, 750 total for the two of them. Yeah, that's a lot. And they are both uh, contact poisons, so. What are, I guess, your cheapest poisons? He says, well, I have the Assassin's Blood for 150. It is my cheapest poison. And the Truth Serum, both of which are ingested poisons. Something you could put in a drink or a food. The Assassin's Blood... A creature subjected to this poison must make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 6 or 1d12 poison damage and is poisoned for 24 hours. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't poisoned. Uh, the poison condition is still pretty gross. It's like disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws, I think. I can pull it up here in just a sec. Uh, the truth serum is also ingested. A creature... Subject to this poison must succeed a DC 11 constitution saving throw or become poisoned for one hour instead of 24. The poison creature can't knowingly speak a lie as if under the effects of a zone of truth. It's good for interrogations. And again, those have to be ingested. If you're looking for something on hit, um, which would be injury, that would be like a drow poison or... Serpents with Venom, or just your standard Acid, which is just a D4. Okay. Um, I think... I think the Truth Serum could be useful, I guess. Um, I only have... 
I don't have uh you said that was on fifty though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would only have twenty five gold for that, so uh, Marius I think had the largest chunk there. Uh and I would ask his uh, advice as well. Uh do you think the truth serum would be useful possibly? No, it, it could come in handy, but I also have magics that help protect us from that. Or allow me to uh, place people within it. And I think okay. my magic would be a bit uh, harder to resist. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, since I'm newer to it, I'll try. I guess I'll grab the Assassin's Blood one from him. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we'll try that out. And okay, I'm just Assassin's gonna... blood. Let me get that. That's 150 gold, and it's an ingested poison. I'll copy and paste everything in here, so you can just add it to your inventory. All right. Boom. Would uh, adventurers looking for magical gear would they they find them anywhere around here? <laughs> I don't talk to snitches. He says, and he retreats back into his hole uh, and flips you a small vial of assassin's blood. Tell your friend to speak to his betters more politely. And with that, he will close his portable hole. His rat comes screaming back down the alley. And in a puff of smoke, he will disappear. <laughs> but to answer your question, yes, Marius, you can find them here. You just you reek of better than thou holy people. These are not your people, Marius. Tell me what about are you, What are you talking about? My people are literally vagabonds that travel amongst the, want, the, the wilderness. They might have been at one time, Marius, but you have grown and transcended your mortal coil, my friend. <sighs> I give you off give this... off an aura. Blech. I know, I know, I know. Uh, well, let's go see if we can find something. Zolthus, do you think you could find this maybe somewhere we could acquire some magical equipment? What are you and looking for, Marius? Specifically in the black market, he meant that it would be in then? Oh, yeah, you can go find it. It's just down the street. Yeah. You follow more yeah. symbols and signs, and uh, you see what looks like a really bored goblin who's throwing a ball against the wall and catching it, and he just repeatedly does it. And as you walk over, he... Uh, he kind of eyes you up and down. He's like, what do you guys want, huh? We're looking for cloaks. What kind of cloaks you want, huh? You know, the kind that uh, can keep you safe. Well, the kind that do this? And he'll, like, pull his hood up and he just, like, grows uh, and changes shape into, like, a minotaur. He's like, is this what you're looking for? No, not necessarily that far, but, you know, something that maybe, like, makes you a little sturdier. Doesn't uh, break as easily. Oh, you looking for armor cloak, huh? A little harder to hit, maybe. Hmm. What kind are you looking for? Protection, you know. Obviously. Trying to keep people safe. I got resistance yeah. cloaks. I got armor cloaks. I got lead cloaks. You got, uh, how much you got in stock? No salesman worth his salt will tell you that. You think I'm trying to get robbed out here? I mean, I'm just trying to figure out uh, what what's on the table. For you, I have one. 
One, you say? Hmm. What about if I was to try and buy in bulk? I'd say you need to talk to a supplier. Perhaps ah. you could speak to my boss, the Zentarum, the Black Network. You could talk to Bregandiers. Shit. Sanguine Chalice, if you want to make a bad deal. And what if I was to tell you that I was a part of Bregandiers? I'd say go find a drow supplier. Hmm. Interesting. Who, who, I've, I haven't heard of the, this Zintharum before. Who are these people? He holds his hand out towards you. I'll drop two gold in it. And he just keeps it out there. And he's like, like, looks at it and then looks at you. And he laughs. That's all you got? information, is it not? Oh, I have more, but I'm more interested in buying a cloak. Hmm. Two gold is two gold answer. And he pops in his pocket. They are the Black Network. Okay. All right. That that tells me a lot. Thank you. So, this cloak of protection. You, I mean, ideally, I'd like to see if you got, say, three. Okay. Hold on. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, I have. <laughs> it is a uncommon item, generally ranging in price from a hundred to five hundred gold. I have one cloak of protection, uh, and it is it is much more above that. It's a thousand gold currently, being that you are not on good standing with the black market. Um, alternatively, I have cloaks of resistance, which will offer you. The equivalent of ongoing resistance to one type of non-magical, either slashing, piercing, or bludgeoning damage, which also will run you a thousand gold apiece. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a bit too rich for my blood. I, I think uh, we could find something more appropriate. Maybe say, say around five hundred gold. Uh, give me a... Are you persuading, intimidating? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to persuade. Yeah, go ahead and give me a charisma persuasion check, and I will make a charisma saving throw for Scott, the black market salesman from the Vint- Zintarum. I'll provide my... S-K-U-T. I'll uh, provide myself with a little guidance so that way I can get to uh, roll an additional d4 to this roll. His name is 26. Scott? His name is Scott. Oh, okay, I think it's Scott. I was like, well, what a name. <laughs> now I've got the uh, 12 on my persuasion roll. Yeah, he looks at you as he turns back to goblin form, taking off his cloak of disguise, and he says, Nah, I'm good. You guys can step. Eh, well, you're lost, mate. Good luck to you. <laughs> you too, bud. Uh, and he will walk off into the shadows. Hmm. Well, let's head over to the tavern then and try and see if we can find Stolas. And is uh, more difficult than I expected. We may need to try and uh, figure out the way to increase our standing here on this uh, market. Hey, can always start a rival gang war. Ozol. Yes. 
you arrive to what can only be described as mage heaven, as there is library, scholarly towers, universities, poetry in the boat-like streets, vendors wearing silks of fine garments. It is the upper class of upper class of mage society. Wow. Look at that. Um, just to, um, I guess, remind myself, the delegation of magic, is this Arthur's um, people, or is this, this is unrelated? They are unrelated to the Blackstaff, and they... Okay, gotcha. While they, the Blackstaff presides over all magic, right? It's like his department, right? He's like the Department of Magic. The delegation of magic is each individual school has representation, whether it be destruction, illusion, whatever, right? It is here for the learning and honing of the magical skills, different masters, and, you know, sort of the Council of Nine, right? Yeah. Um, is there a place that sells spell scrolls? Oh, there are several. Is there a specific type of scroll you are looking for? Uh, well, I, I do need a comprehend language. This is unrelated, so not for... Sure meta knowledge but i had told cody i wanted this uh before i knew what max made me need me so for the listeners there that's not me uh doing meta uh but i i've always wanted this spell and i feel like lately we've had languages that we can't read so uh yeah you can uh set me up with a vendor for that and then i also just was curious just so i can keep an eye on this uh if if there is anyone that sells a tome of clear thought i kind of want to know what that costs and keep that in the back of my mind. Hold on, I'm pulling up my PDF of magic items to see what they have in stock. So sure. uh, for a viewership out there, what I am doing is I have a revolving stock um, of items and I have several PDFs. Each location will have their own. Um, there are some places that are static, like trade goods. If you just want general items, you could just buy them in bulk. Um, Right? So your long swords, your straight swords, your plus one to two items, those are always going to be in stock somewhere on the flotilla. Mm-hmm. Things like wondrous items or very rare items or very expensive items. Um, I know I put it on the sheet somewhere, but I'm going to control F for it here. Um, oh man, you're looking at like 25,000 gold. For the uh, Tome of Clear Thought? Yeah, it's, it's both a wondrous item and very rare item. Perfect. I'll keep that in the back of my head. And then just any of the vendors... Thousand. Did I say hundred? Thousand. Two, five. No, if you said 2,500, I'd be taking that alone today, bro. Okay. Um, the, um... Sorry, the, uh... Spell Scroll. Yeah. There is a, a lovely chap who is set in the market stall. Uh, he is wearing the robes of a diviner. It's got the divination class symbol on it, if you will. It's like the eye that kind of points down. It's a blue robe with white trim. He's playing a violin as you approach. Uh, and he sees you and he nods to you. And he says, welcome, my friend. How may I be of service uh. to you today? A fellow divination wizard, how do the portents do for you today, my friend? 
They divine and turn much as entropy can. Of course. Thus, I am made better. Of course. Will you happen to have uh, spell scrolls that I may look across your inventory? Yes. Take a look at my wares. Uh, he has divination spells from level 1 to 3. Level 1 to 3. Let me pull those up real quick. Uh, let's see. Nope, that's not it. List of wizard spells. Uh... I can pull it up here. Too. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, they're not sorted uh, Comprehend by, uh... language is a first level spell. Perfect. Uh, and how much for the spell scroll, friend? The comprehend languages. Uh, do you want me to list them all off to you, or you want me to just tell you straight up? Uh, no, just that one. Yeah, I have okay, them. So I'm, I'm looking at them here. Comprehend language, you're looking at 50 gold as he looks at your crystal and your robes and recognizes you as a fellow diviner and he seems to like you 50 gold is a wonderful price my friend thank you and i will subtract uh 50 gold from my uh pouch uh and hand it to the merchant um let's see let me look over the divination spells or if there's any that you recommend oh it depends uh, augury is always a good one. Being able to look into one's future. Yes. Casting time of one minute. Uh, uh, basically, it's the whale, whale, wheel, whale, or nothing. Ooh, kind I like that. Yeah. What yep. does this cost, friend? 100 gold. I'll do it. Detect thoughts. Another one, right? Um. Hang on, let me, uh... Sorry, I'm trying to pull these up as he's saying them. Uh, Clairvoyance detect... and tongues would be the other two. <clears throat> um... Sorry, what was it? De uh, after augury? Uh, clairvoyance and tongues. I can read them off to you, too, if you'd like. Yeah, I'm pulling them up right now. So, clairvoyance, um... You create an invisible sensor within range and location familiar to you. Uh, this sensor is a place for the duration. When you cast a spell, you choose seeing or hearing. You can use a chosen sensor the sensor. Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm. um, friend, what would the cost be for clairvoyance and tongues? Oh, with how many scrolls you have blessed me with today, I would say 300 for both of them at a slight discount. I will do it. I will hand over 300 gold, uh, leave me with 310, and um, give a long sweeping bow and say, thank you, my friend. Oh, a moment. I might have one more. Uh, he will kind of look into his violin as he pulls his bow away, and he his hand kind of becomes ethereal as he reaches into his violin and pulls out one more scroll. Uh, this is a fourth level scroll labeled Arcane Eye. Ah, Arcane Eye. Friend, I know this spell already, but thank you very much for digging deep in your inventory. Uh, he winks at you and he says, Always gotta keep an eye out for other wizards. Of course. Uh, Ozal will bow, thank him again, and, um, yeah, he seems like a good fellow. Uh, and I will uh, leave the uh, 
delegation of magic with uh, spell scrolls in hand. Sweet. Still lost. Four hours have passed. <laughs> How are you doing over there, bud? Stolas is feeling great. Yeah, you, you stumble there out. Was something in, there was something in that booze. He just feels so much better. Yeah, oh, dude. That, not only do you feel, you feel lighter than normal uh, as you try to fly out of the uh, the tavern, just kind of crashing through the, the revolving door and out into the street. Um, your inebriation and wearing off and leaving you with a subtle headache, but not too bad. You think whatever the vegetables were in there helped counterbalance it. Uh, and they say, we hope to see you again. Walking down the street towards you, you make out the hunched, shadowed form of your good friend Zolthus and the shining, metallic, blue-slash-armor form of Marius Radari. How do you proceed? Stolas is going to walk up to them. He's going to say, guys... You're never going to guess what I just learned. Well then, what did you just learn, friend? Feast your eyes. Stolas is going to do a very dramatic spin. And he's going to cast a prestid... <laughs> what, how do you say it? Prestidigitation. Yeah, okay. he's going to cast that spell to turn... All his feathers, like, Pepto-Bismol pink. Give me a performance check. <laughs> Let's, okay. Uh, charisma performance, because I, I, I'm going to interpret that's what you're trying to do. You can cast the spell, right? There's no problem there. Oh, it's 18. glorious. Let's go. <laughs> Your drunken stupor allows you the flexibility and... I guess it's the end of your drunken stupor. The, the clarity that the next day of drinking brings, right? Coming faster, thanks to the vegetables, uh, allows you to have a heightened performance. Hold your applause. I know this is about the coolest thing I have ever done. Yeah, friend. Um, how... Have you been here the whole time? Oh, oh yes. I have been having a great time. How many of these, have, what have you been drinking? Uh, the house special. Uh, mud something? I forget. The mud maker. The mud maker. That's it. Well, looks like you've been having quite the fun time. As Ooh. have you. What are those books? Uh, it's some study materials for Ozol. Can I see them? Sure. I couldn't make much sense of them, but uh, I figured he could figure it out. Uh, I think our friend Kringlis might be in some trouble. Hmm. Uh, what were these books again? Oh, yes. Look at that. Uh, if you look at the Discord, I have linked them there. But they are very thick, very, very dense. Um, why can I not find them? Okay, I'm just going to flip over to Discord then. Um, forms. They are dense paperwork. The one is called the I-9 form. It is written in common. The other one is D-14A format paperwork. 
And the last one is something labeled in common 3D22101, and then persists in a language that none of you have. Ah, this piques my interest. I think I may be able to, uh, to handle this, if you don't mind. Okay. Sure. Go for uh, it. Actually, actually I, I would prefer that we wait for Ozal at least to be here. Ooh. The old man? Why? He's off doing his own thing. Well, friend, you've had how many mudsliders now? Uh, one? <laughs> That's a safe legal answer, right? <laughs> if you have to question yourself, then we should wait for at least him to be here, and then you two can t- take care of it together. Party pooper, okay. I didn't get copies. Come on now. If you insist, I'll wait, and he can gaze upon my glorious feathers. They are, okay. they are quite pink. All right. Where is he? Taking Ozo forever. And burn, I assume. I, I don't want to assume. What are you guys doing? Sorry. Let's cut back to the delegation of magic, Ozol. Two seconds. Um... This is also a question for you, Cody. But would he have a gift of alacrity spell scroll? I know that you haven't liked that one in the past for us. Oh, jeez. Uh, for those that are listening, you touch a willing creature for the duration. The target can add 1d8 to their initiative rolls. Level I didn't one. like that one in the past? Yeah, you said absolutely would never have that. You said oh, it was too broken. It was from Explorer's Guide to Wild, Wild Mont. Wild Mont. Uh, yes, that's right. You know what? Fuck it. Sure. It is Let's a go. rare, rare exotic that he pulls out from like a display case. He oh. says, I have scored this one from across the sea in a land that no longer exists. The entirety of my collection, this is one of my most praised items. What would such a spell scroll cost, my friend? I do like you, my friend. But this comes from a society that no longer exists. It is denomancy, rare, exceedingly rare. For that, I would say 500 gold. 500, what the fuck? Um, You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> That's a good price, my friend. I have 300 gold on my person. Hmm. Are you down for a wager? And what might this wager be? I will wager my spell scroll against your crystalline staff. What might the wager be? Arcane knowledge. Who can quote the deepest lore? A common game played amongst wizards and other bookish types. Quoting a fact, if you will, in front of a moderated judge, of course. I would not wager a game without fairness involved. I think, and I mean this with all due respect, my friend... 
This crystal is worth much more than 200 gold to me. I can come back with the 500. Oh. To make you... Well, I have 300 at the moment. So yeah, I follow. You I know what I mean. And of course, I mean, don't, no disrespect by this. I'm sure that your knowledge of the arcane is much better than mine. Yeah. I will be back with your 500 you gold. I will be back with your 500 gold if you just give me a moment. Of course. Take all the time you need, friend. And he will put it into his stock and wait for you. Back to his violin. Awesome. Uh, I will turn to Burn and say, we need to get some of your gold back, my boy. This spell would be most helpful for us. Yeah, let's do it. Hopefully they didn't spend it all in one place. <laughs> um, where should we meet up to eventually go back to the Delegation of Magic? Uh, you can go to Tavern Alley, or you can go hand out those rings, um, the Arthur rings. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just need to meet the party to see if we have any gold left. Yeah. Or... Uh, you guys... Oh, go ahead. Um, would the potion of growth or potion of poison be worth anything to, like, I guess, like, sell to a vendor to get the last 200 gold? You could offer them in trade. Okay, before we leave, I guess, the uh, Delegation of Magic, I'll ask, uh, I'll pull out the Potion of Growth and Potion of Poison and say, My friend, are these items of any use to you? The Potion of Growth? Yes, I would offer a hundred gold for it. The Poison, not so much, for I am a man of culture. I prefer to kill my enemies on line of sight. <laughs> yes. It's a joke because wizards. What about this awesome box of linens? Oh, tell me, what are the fabrics made of? Uh, (laughs) Isn't it old, uh, old souls, old clothes? Yeah, still pretty fancy, you know. Yeah, they're like nice wizard cloaks of Ozols. Are you willing to get rid of them? Yeah, what the fuck? I might need those. If you can spin me a story about some sort of. Really fancy noble wizard. Make me a charisma check and then tell me. Keep, tell me in, keep in mind, these are tattered. They're like they were That's torn okay. and ancient, given to Caliban. Ancient, remember? Ah, yeah. Yes. Do you do you need them? No, I was just gonna get another set at some point. But no. these are ancient tabards of a great wizard. He's seen many battles, as you can see from all the repairs being made over the years of magic that have been infused in the materials from attacks and and protection spells many foes fell at the feet of this wizard and it has more stories than you could possibly imagine over hundreds of years of stories these if these linens could talk Ozal will add, these robes belong to the great theologian Copernicus. I believe that wow. you may have heard of him. He's, he is odd. Um, because Ozal stepped in to help you and you're not technically lying, you may make one of two checks. You may either give me, or three, right? You could do raw charisma at advantage. You could do persuasion at advantage. Or you could do performance at advantage. Does he get his rustic uh, hospitality? Uh, no, because I... I Typically, this the way that I have described the delegation of magic is it's like a 
fine arts college, essentially. So they aren't rustic people. Oh, I um, see. I see. They're kind of right. Like, that would uh, probably pay off yeah, yeah. more on like the commons or the trade sure, district, sure, sure. right? Okay. Um, you said uh, perception, performance, or what? Or charisma. performance, persuasion. or just raw charisma? Yep, both oh, at a okay. advantage for all three of them. That's my charisma. You're looking for fourteen or higher. Charisma is deception. I don't want to deceive. No, not deception. You're telling the truth. So persuasion, performance, or raw charisma. How do I do raw charisma? Just hit charisma. The saving throw? Yep. Okay, add advantage. Yeah, so just hit it twice. Boop, boop. Oh, eight! <laughs> Jesus Christ. He is, he is so enthralled. He is practically handing you the screw. What? <laughs> what is your price for such a sage relic? Full trade, full trade, full trade. Mm, I would consider a full trade. Oh. Are they magic in nature, or are they just ancient robes? Hmm. Burn, Burn's definitely not a liar, and they, they don't have magic in them, but... Uh, no, I don't <laughs> believe they're magic in nature, but I'm but a paladin. I know no such things of wizard wardrobes perhaps uh, you may unlock something them? sure absolutely uh he begins to ritual cast identify on them uh he's like they are not magic but they are a relic i tell you what i will take a hundred of his gold and your robes straight across for the gift of alacrity a wizard that spell of dunamancy a very fair trade my friend and i will give him the hundred gold and this and, beautiful uh, box of linens. I will give him a sleeping bell. <laughs> For how long have I bell. had these? <laughs> Quite a while. Um, Ozal <laughs> will ask uh, one more question and say, um, do you know what the immovable rods go for in this district? Truth be told, you don't want to buy one of those second hand. I would buy them from the Artificer Corpse. New stat here. But if you must know, allow the Dungeon Master to research on his table. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, he will tell you. I just thought that would be in the magic area, but... Uh, uh, yes. In... I guess what would the price be from the uh, those people up the Artificer Corps? Well, it depends. The Artificer Corps is a, a very interesting because you can bring them raw components needed to build such an item and they will build it for you at a discount iron i guess uh yeah any precious metal um Um, he puts it, he's like, if you were to have it built, it's going to run you a hundred gold plus the material needed to build it. If you were to buy one new, you're looking at about 1200 gold. I have a bunch of silver. That's a precious metal. Mm. That is a precious metal. It could be formed. Ozal will thank him, shake his hand. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Thank you for your time, of course. But just... Good luck getting into the Artificer Core. You'll need it. 
and he'll pick up his violin and start playing again. Thank you, friend. And uh, Ozal will pat Burn on the shoulder and begin making his way back towards the party. Okay. Uh, you guys meet up at Tavern Alley. Um, oh, there we go. You see Stolas before Stolas sees you swooping and diving and gliding on the hot air updrafts you see a very pink stolas oh, good evening stolas what in the world is happening here see that you've changed your feathers yes i did do that all by myself you burn saw a what's your favorite color Uh, it's not a hard question, Burn. <laughs> you can't lie. So slow down, Stolas. I just got here. You know when the ocean water is so blue, it's almost like a teal. It's just the sand. Like it's so clear. Sorry, not so blue. Would you say aquamarine? Yeah, aquamarine. Yeah. Okay. Stolas, why are you not on the map? Out of curiosity, Stolas is gonna like do like a little dance and then boom, and his feathers turn aquamarine and shimmer like the sea. Bravo, on a sunny day. little bird boy! That's fantastic. I knew you'd appreciate it with your refined tastes as a paladin and a holy you man. Me. You flatter me, Stolas. <laughs> From across the way, in Tavern Alley, you hear down, 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 As this is happening, there is a half-elf bard whose cloak is changing into rainbow colors, along in accordance with his hat, also casting prestidigitation back at you, and the feather begins to grow as green smoke wafts towards you. In challenge. A challenge? <laughs> the street bard. Here, let me find just a random token. Oh, yeah, where is this guy coming from? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just made him up on the spot. It's a random well, encounter is... I have on my table. <laughs> While this is happening, um, Ozal will turn to Burn and Zothis and Marius and hand them a ring and say, uh, put this on. We'll talk about it later. What is this ring? We'll talk about it later. We have to watch this challenge that's about to happen. Sure. <laughs> I have a bard. Po- it, oh, pocket the ring, but he will not put, the, put it on. It's a dance-off. <laughs> it's, it's not loading onto my... It's there. I can see it, but it's not there where you can see it. Uh, so just give my internet, you know, 20 minutes to catch up and we'll, we'll get there. I'll just open the tab again here and try again. Ozal will whisper to um, Marius and say, these are rings that we may communicate with Arthur. To help uh, ease his uneasiness. Uh, Bravado the Bard, who is that weird icon that you can see, uh, who is loading, supposedly, issues you a challenge of 15 performance as he begins to strum really hard on his loot. Who's he challenging? Uh, Stolas? Stolas. Oh, I'll get out of the way. I gotta see this. 
Dolas sees that he has been issued a musical challenge, which for a bird is like an invitation to party. Okay. He has to engage. So he's going to like produce that golden loot that he got from the last game. And uh, what do I have to do? Just roll something to see? Yeah, just roll me a performance check. Oh my god, okay. what is happening? Do you see this? Oh my god, you clicked it too <laughs> <Whoa>. many times. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, oh god. <laughs> oh god. Uh, uh, A crowd is forming! Yes. Okay, we're okay, just gonna leave this there. Okay. Sorry. A 15. 15. Um, a tie. Oh my god, there's so much happening. I thought he said a 12. No, I guess you're right. Never mind. Um. What is that? Okay. You tie. Why is this not clicking out? What a strange. Okay. Wait, do I get a plus for the uh, the burn burn bean around? Around uh, no, it's only on saving throws. Damn. I don't think it's ability checks. Um. You guys tie color and smoke and music is just blaring throughout the streets. Um, Bravado the Bard will then turn and take off his shirt, throwing it into the air. And as he does so, he points his lute at it and goes, ding, with one sharp note. In doing so, it produces a small bird that comes flying out of the end of his lute and then hits his shirt and it explodes into confetti coming down upon the crowd. Um, he rolls a modified 12 for his performance as he looks back towards you. Nice. As a bird, that should be insulting that he's using one as a... It was a hummingbird, to be fair. There's insulting about what's going on here. It's all good fun. But yes... Stolas will answer. Where's my thingy performance? A 14. Wow. Yeah. What do you do in, in, in kind? Paint me a word picture. Oh, jeez. Okay. So Stolas is going to... <laughs> He's going to cast a spell. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I could do it on him, though. But that's okay. He'd have to agree to that, I think. Yes, okay. That's fine. Uh, Stolas will do a spell on himself. A spell of enlarge. And he's going to grow an entire size larger. Like a class size larger, I believe it was. And then he's going to, like, fly as high as he can in the room. And, like, spin as fast as he can. And send out, like, using his... Prestidigitation spell. <laughs> I can't say that. I'm so sorry, guys. To just send out fireworks and little sparklers. That's awesome. I love everything about that. Uh, you do that, and you have almost won. One more round as Bravado the Bard gets swept up in what can only be this display of power that it's been a while, you think, since he's seen it. 
uh, he will turn his proverbial cap backwards uh, as he begins to conjure minor illusions of multiple of himself um, playing all the pretty girls walk like this as he begins to strut down the street uh, and his <laughs> his loot begins to spray wine at the crowd um, as he does wow. it. Oh god, it's a seven. He trips over a pothole halfway through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, laughing, the crowd laughs at him, and he laughs back as he kind of sits on his ass looking up towards you, Stolas. If you can roll higher than seven, you have won the Bardic Challenge. Okay, well, here we go. A 20! Whoa! Yeah! Jesus! Conjured from nowhere, you hear Bravado the Bard play the oh-so-wonderful and amazing Jamaican air horns, which are somewhere on my list, but I can't find them. So, Zach, if you have them, there you go. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, You come to a light back down on the ground uh, as he smiles at you and he says, well done, fellow friend. Uh, he will kind of toss you a small purse. It's 10 gold coins um, and kind of laugh, picking up his shirt uh, and putting it back on and strutting off to the next bar, playing for the crowd, begging for gold. I feel so good. Stolas is going to give everybody in the near vicinity a free drink on him. Nice. Wow. Um, and just let me know how much gold that is. <laughs> It's going to be like 30 or 40 gold. That's okay. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Ozo will uh, pat Stolas on the back and say, very good, my boy. Very good. <laughs> and he will uh, place uh, the fifth ring in Stolas's hand and say, we'll need these to commune with Arthur later. Please put this on. I will. Uh, he will then... Will, um... Sorry. Wait, what is it again? What's a little... It's so that we Trinket. may commune with Arthur later. We'll need it to meet with him. He will um, hang it on his antlers where he always puts his trinkets. Nice. Uh, Ozon will ask Marius and say, Did you have any luck finding our dear Kringlis? I did, but it seems like he is stuck or restricted within the Arthurficer's core. We were warned about the Artificer's Corps, so they were a bit of a curmudgeons, if you will. Yes, that's true, and we do need to speak with them. Of course that's true, yeah. I don't lie. Well, here's how you can speak to him, and I, I push over <laughs> the large tome towards Ozol. Tome's plural. Uh, there's, there's forms that need to be filled out. Oh, this looks like a job for Ozol. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. You know, so, uh, here you go. I can't understand one of these languages, and I point to uh, that one form specifically. What is the language that it's in? Uh, it is unrecognizable to you. Oh, like not even like remotely understandable? But it is a place you have never been. I've been to a lot of places. Um, have you been to it- the Plain of Law? Oh, know, it's funny that you so. mentioned that. No, because I know abyssal, <laughs> common, draconic, elvish. Um, let's see. Well, I 
do have this spell scroll, but it will take time to be able to use it. I don't know that we have that time at the moment. What, Cody, in the, during, like, what time is it right now? In terms uh, of it the... Is uh, approaching 3 to 4 p.m., you're getting close to dinner time, and you're acquainted meeting so time. Two hours time. left. How long does it take to, um, I guess, like, to learn a level 1 spell scroll with uh, the crystal uh, ability? I think the rules are in the actual Magnus Polygon, if you pull them up. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of stuff in there that I wrote, so... Let me see... Hmm. Did you actually speak to Kranglis, or...? I guess he'll ask the group. Yeah, did you... Did you communicate with him? Like, did you see him? him? <laughs> no. How do you know he's in trouble? Marius. Right, say, say that again for me. Oh, I asked, did you actually speak to... Uh, Kranglis to know he's in some kind of... Pickle? I had originally tried going to uh, see him, but was denied entry into the actual uh, main entrance of the core. Uh, they've blocked it off, and it seems like they have some pretty heavy defenses protecting the place. Uh, guns and defenses that will shoot or explode anything that tries to enter within the walls. Why don't you try and fly? Uh, I was forewarned that a druid had recently tried to do that, and he was shot out of the sky. So, yeah, I opted to uh, keep keep myself in, in one piece. So uh, when I asked to speak to him or if they would go and find someone, I either needed to get to one of the higher ups of the the primary council of the flotilla or fill out these forms which you know I've passed off to Ozol uh, when that didn't work I, I tried uh, sending casting sending to Kringlis to send him a short message and he said he was uh, preoccupied and wasn't allowed to come see us he would have to ask for permission so it kind of seems like maybe he is being held Perhaps. there Against his will. Perhaps okay. if we offer them a commission on an item we need built, make an entry? I th I suspect that will be a part of some of the, the forms there within that tome. Okay, hmm. Burn hears all of this and does not like it. Because Kringles is kind of his guy. And if they're keeping him against his will, Burn's going to go down there like right now. And maybe try and intimidate his way through the door. You may not get very far, friend. I, I would be wary about that. Maybe maybe we could figure out another way to get in. Let's let us all have the time to read over the tomes while we enjoy a glass of wine here in the tavern. What if he see. doesn't have time? Being held we'll against need, his will. We'll need three hours at least to learn this tome. Uh, the scroll. Dinner time by then. We're wanted for supper. Within I... two hours. Wait, what tome is that? The large uh, 
these tomes are the ones that you wanted to read over. Oh, I see. Three whole hours, wow. Cody, if I pay the gold cost, what's the gold cost to learn a spell? Can it, it's like one hour, I think, per level? Uh, you don't have a gold cost with the Magnus Polygon. It is double the time it would normally take. Yeah, it's three hours per yeah. level. Per level. Because you are inputting knowledge now that you've learned more about yeah. the crystal. I guess I can open up behind this and not be so mysterious about it. You essentially are imprinting or giving knowledge to your genius loci which is what connects the Ozol multiverse, right? Because each Ozol is on their own mission, which is what forms the Council of Ozol. But the Council of Ozol only exists outside of the realm of planar possibility, which unfortunately you are locked to this realm with Vecna ruling, so he cannot spread through the multiverse, right? Um, so you would be imprinting onto Theperos, if Theperos was there, and or still uh, Magnus, since he is your genius loci currently within your crystal. Now, if that loci leaves, you, you lose the spells associated with that loci unless they have time to transfer it over to the next one. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, the boon and the bane of the crystal, my guy. I mean, do you have a list of what spells were added? Oh, one? yeah. Your, your boy's got you. Don't worry. What spells are on that list? I'm curious. It's a lot. I would have to send you over a whole piece of paper for it. Again, we'll talk about that later, though. Wait, so. what? I don't think that there's that many spells that I've learned this way. Yeah, the crystal only has, like, 12 spells, 10 spells in it. 10, 12. Yeah, those are always there, though. Yes. But those yeah, we have the list. Knowledge. Yeah. Okay, I see. So. Well, I definitely need... We need to talk about how i got to go about getting that transferred, because that would not be good <laughs> if those are not there. Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. Well, we don't have time to do the paperwork route to see Kringlis. What do you suggest? How about another drink? You should slow down, Stolas. Should be drinking I? Over supper. All right, let's do the boring thing then. <laughs> you head over to Arthur's house. Uh, we're going to pause. We're going to give ourselves a 15-minute break. It's our kind of two-and-a-half-ish hour point here. Uh, grab a drink, your favorite drink, maybe a snack, and we'll be back in uh, five-ish, five to ten minutes, right? Yeah? Ten tops. Ten tops. We will Sounds see good. you then. Uh, Timestamp 2202. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Shout-out to Abdulio. For the donation for five greater enhancements, enchantments. Thank you so much, Abdulio, for yes. your contribution to our show. What a guy. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Uh, that is one wow. for each player. I was uh, like, what am I going to do with five greater enhancements? <laughs> yeah, nice try. <laughs> Come here. I think some of the players may also have a few lesser enchantments that they haven't used yet. Uh, you would have to defer to our Discord, where I am trying time my best to keep typing in everything you guys get, so I don't forget, and you all you all don't forget. Oh shit, I didn't put it in treasure though, so that's my bad. But it is still there, so uh, we will all have right. to transfer that to treasure. My apologies. Thank you, Marius. Are for we the other stuff. ready to go? Yes. 
Let us change tabs. Um, but first, Abdulio, if you are out in the chat somewhere, can you give me a number between one and five? That would be huge. And if someone will let me know when that happens, that would be great. He said he was um, getting back to work, but he may still okay. be in the chat. If not, anyone in the chat, give us number between number one and five. I'll give you 30 seconds here while I am sliding people over. If not, I will have Zach roll a random number between one and five. Or choose. Yeah. It's up to you. He says seven, which is not between one and five, but uh, okay. eleven. Let's do this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Two. Marius. Two. Whoa. One, two. It's still Marius. Um, something happens to you shortly. Which, honestly, couldn't have picked a better person. You guys cross over from Tavern Alley and make your way to the commons, where the common portal is. The common portal allows people with portal rings or... Um, rings of passage to move to whatever their designated town is. Uh, if you guys want to put yourself kind of just in the middle by Jeffrey here, everyone except for Marius, who I need to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. Ozol, I will have you make a perception check as well. At disadvantage? Nope, just a normal one. Uh, I'm sorry, Arcana, not perception. Ozol's Arcana is 20. A three, Marius? What do you oh, expect? no. <clears throat> I am not an agile boy. Where, uh, where do you want us? Uh, just in the middle by Jeffrey. Um, Ozal, as you are crossing over, you scored high enough to get this. Marius, you can put yourself in here, but you're about to take a shit ton of damage. <laughs> Why is it going to take damage? Uh, I will narrate here shortly after I get the total. Oh my god, that should not have been Good sent Lord. to all of you. I'm going to half that, so. Whoops. Sorry, do we all need to roll a dex? No, 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 don't worry about what? it. It's Don't what worry is, about that arbit. What is hold happening? On. What on. is happening? Hold the phone. Did Marius why, just die? Why, yeah, why <laughs> am I making dexterity saving throws? I'm working <laughs> like, on it. Hey, you get my bonus, though. Uh, no, he doesn't. You are through the portal before he is. I'm going to re-roll that, just as a... Okay. Did you just disintegrate him? No. <laughs> Whoa, that would have been mean. As the sun is setting, from across the waves, Ozal, you feel the sensors. Those magical otherworldly wizard powers where you can put a sensor out, whether it's sight, whether it's hearing, what have you. You feel the power as you cross through. And part of you is like, oh, you know, it's probably just Arthur, and like, you know, we're kind of new to this town. I'm sure there are some other wizards putting us out there. Marius, you are struck in the back from an impossible angle. This arrow that is five and a half feet long dipped in wyvern poison hence the damage number that came through, hits you in the back as you cross through the portal. You take 57 total points of damage. Did he even make an attack roll against my AC? Uh, no, he did not. 
That's what the dexterity right. saving throw is for. Uh, take it from here as you stumble through the portal, I guess. You said 57 points? 57. I could break it up, too, if you need different damage types. Uh, no, that's fine. I don't have any resistances or anything like that. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> goes, you know, filtering through the portal here, and he is just like... <laughs> and he, like, crumples to the ground, staggered. Ugh. Ugh. Fuck! <laughs> As he has an arrow sticking through his back and out his abdomen. Oh my god. Ozon will look at Jeffrey and say, what is the meaning of this? Uh, Jeffrey looks at you and he says, this is not of my doing. He grabs the front end of the arrow and just snaps it. Burn, can you pull the back, please? Fuck. <laughs> that hurt. I got you. Burn will rush over and pull the arrow out, I guess. <sighs> typically a good idea, but okay. Can we heal that? Burn, give me a strength athletics check as he begins to profusely bleed. You snap off the front of a poison-dipped arrow of slaying. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So I snapped off the front end so that way the arrowhead doesn't go back through my body. Wow, that 20. Mom's spaghetti! That 20! Nice! Go! I'm sorry. That's fine. We'll take it. It's the far left number. Um, hot damn, dude! That was like the perfect moment with timing for stuff too. Like, let's go. Uh, you break it off, and as you do, pulling out the back, stopping the staunching the bleeding with your critical hit. That's what I'm going to give you as your success. Um, the tips of the arrow have the same colors as the card given to you. By a dear friend who has threatened your life. As you pull it out, there is a message attached saying, A gift for our winged friend. Oh, this bitch. Who is the she doesn't from? know what she's getting into. Uh, you would assume it's words. from Countess Bavard. I don't think I have ever truly hated somebody as much as deciding to shoot me in the back. What cowardice. I will bring the dawn down on them. We'll Honestly, see how Well, I'm realize. the dawn bringer. <laughs> uh, Marius, you take well, an additional you. 22 You're points of friend. damage and you are poisoned. Poisons. Uh, as yeah, as you remove the arrow from your body. Uh, snapping the arrow causes the internal trigger to release. 
uh, as you see more poison leak out of the arrow. Uh, you have quickened it, but fortunately for you, you will not take any more damage due to Burn's quick thinking of sticking his fingers into one side, pushing the arrow out the back after you've snapped off the front and throwing it on the ground. As it hits the ground, um, you see a very concerned Jeffrey kind of float over and mage hand it up and then use telekinesis to shoot it out the exit portal uh, so it is no longer in the zone of Smart. this space. He says, um, let us... Let us administer aid to you, Master. Yeah, Marius. I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this illithid will extend to you a superior healing potion. I'm sorry. Who who are you? I'm Jeffrey. <laughs> and he doesn't Jeffrey? so much speak as he does speak straight into your mind. Oh shit! Never mind. Uh, and he is doing it on, in such a way that it's almost like cursory telepathy. He is speaking to you as you were speaking out loud to him. Uh, he's not, like, in any way forcing his mind into yours, right? It is just telepathy, surface-level thoughts, as his mandibles kind of float towards you uh, as he extends this to you. Hmm. Well, thank you. It's very kind of you. I'm I am Master Arthur's servant, and his second hand within the tower. Uh, potion of superior Wait. healing is eight d four plus eight, as a heads up. Master Arthur, you you mean like Ozol's apprentice, Arthur? He has not been Ozol's apprentice for some time, Master Bradari. Really. How long has he been... Has that been the case? <laughs> he points to your chest and he's like, I believe we have larger matters to deal with, Master Rodari. Yeah, yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll drink the potion. And, you know, <laughs> he's like, I allow me to make you comfortable <laughs> and bring you refreshment and I will be more than willing to Having a full question. conversation with blood seeping out of his chest. <laughs> he's a he tough drinks man. the potion. He drinks the potion. He pushes... He puts his own hand on his stomach and lay on hands himself to handle the poison, uh, curing that uh, to neutralize the poison that's affecting me and then heal a, a couple of more hit points. That hurt. That really hurt. I imagine so. Uh, Jeffrey will just kind of float into the tower uh, via the front and head straight into the kitchen. You guys can move to ground four, which is mapped to your direct right. You can put yourself wherever you'd like to be. Um, there is a lounge sitting area, which is the area you would come into first. To the right, there is a kind of conference room slash dining table, which is probably where you guys would be headed to for refreshments. Um, to the north, there is a kitchen, and to the west, there is a pantry. So there is no barrier for this room, so you may put yourself wherever you would like to be. Uh, and Jeffrey will begin gathering refreshments. 
Uh, I'm assuming Ozal will probably bring you up to speed uh, for what he knows while our, um, Jeffrey does stuff. What are, what are you guys doing now, other than Marius bleeding everywhere? Um, I've, hand, I've handled that now. <laughs> <laughs> the grass stained red with his blood. Say, uh, Stolas, would you mind cleaning that up with your prestigitation? You know what? I will do that. And he very happily practices and casts a spell. Nice. Okay. Um, dinner takes a little longer than you had expected. Uh, live food was caught. You see kind of this deer float through the kitchen. Um, and this illithid begin to precisely cut it down using his psionic power uh, and put it on to cook uh, expediently. You're not quite sure why they were not prepared for you. They knew that you were coming for dinner, but it is what it is at this point, right? Hobbling down the stairs uh, is the hulking figure of Arthur, uh, who will stoop through the tower, holding his black staff, uh, greeting all of you as he takes the head of the table. He says, thank you for joining us for dinner. Master Radari, you're bleeding. It's, it is a small matter. I'll uh, be okay. We've taken care of the problem already. Would this be associated with the calling card that I was told about? Yes, that that is quite the case. Um, I suspect that they will believe that I am dead so long as I don't leave this tower. If we can figure out a way to disguise myself, then maybe we can avoid further antagonization from them for a moment. Well, I could cast a spell to cloak and give you a facade if you would like, but I believe we have more pressing matters to discuss should you be so inclined to do so. And what would those be? I have a mission for your little mercenary group that I would like to hire you for. I'm building a task force. The Zentarm threat has grown exponentially. On top of that, now that you are here, two of our operatives are missing. Uh, one of which, a close friend of yours, Captain Durden, who, upon returning to duty, was sent out uh, to infiltrate and has not been heard from. Um, when was... The second... Huh? Ozal will ask, when was this? We just saw Captain Durden. This was upon your arrival around six-ish this morning. He docked your ship. The crew was then rerouted and embarked elsewhere under Jarlax's orders. Is it not normal for you to hear from your operatives more than once a day? Depends how, how much cover they're in. Um, Pliskin himself is a infiltrator. That is his whole job. He infiltrates and destabilizes or destroys or gathers information. It's really whatever we need. He is very quite potent at his job. It is abnormal, um, then, that you have not heard from the captain. Well, yes. Captain Durden usually is a 
uh, in reconnaissance, reconnaissance directive. So he will go out, search, and come back. We believe that he was captured uh, along with some of your crew. It sounds like the other part of your crew was able to turn the ship around and return the ship back to port to dock uh, with the abomination. I see. Uh, Arthur here has asked us to rescue both operatives, and perhaps to capture any witch or witches or warlocks or sorcerers that we see along the way. He was offering us gold as well as a bounty for each additional uh, spellcaster that we could bring in. I can offer you 1,200 gold apiece for this exfiltration mission. You can infiltrate the prison and whatever means you see fit, whether that be being captured yourself or going in guns blazing, though it is a Zentarum outpost. So if they see your face, there will be a bounty associated with you. And we see how well that pays off as he gestures to you, Marius. Is that who you believe shot me? Not necessarily the uh, Sanguine Chalice? I believe them to be probably the Sanguine Chalice based on what I have been told from Jeffrey. And kind of gestures to Jeffrey's <laughs> illithid form floating next to him. You believe the Sanguine Chalice is the Zentarum? No, I believe that they are two different mercenary entities and that the Sanguine Chalice is executing their hit on Marius, which is, I'm assuming, why you were shot from the arrow that uh, Jeffrey showed me. It matches the same colors as our dear friend Countess Brevard. On top of that, the Zentarum is a different threat. They're a competing mercenary black market group who makes deals with all sides but acts more like a middleman for each side, profiting, not putting them against each other, but finding common ground to unite and making tons of gold off of it. They have a very large legal team that operates very, very, very effectively. Where do you think that the captain and Pliskin may be taken? I believe they have been taken to an outpost called The Fence. From there... I don't know. It's shielded. Would Those you... All... Oh, go ahead. Oh, um... Go ahead. And where is this fence, and how would we get there? Well, Zach, it's time to roll the second intro. Operations in Tarameter. Appearing in all of your mind's eye, should you accept from Jeffrey, is a map. A large area with a domed out spherical shape that is missing on the topographical map. Uh, somewhere in the northern part of the frozen wastes of Faerun, 
uh, on the edge of the forest, there lays a Zintarm outpost. It is a distribution facility slash transfer facility in which you may gain access to a prison. Now, the prison is thought to lay below this outpost, but in actuality, the information that we have been able to gain from our dear Basilisk Pliskin is that the prison is actually not connected underneath, but is on an island elsewhere. There is a portal that you must find and infiltrate. Now, Jeffrey kind of lays out, here are your options. We can get you in the rough neighborhood of where you need to be. Infiltration will be your task and your task alone. Going in guns blazing is not a great idea. There are a lot of guards. They employ a wide range of constructs, these magical beings who are not made of flesh and blood, but in fact are mechanical in nature. They're clockwork creatures. On top of that, their leader is also quite large. That's about all we know. So, you could simply infiltrate through stealth, try and find this portal. We have no clue where it is. Use the portal, gain access to the prison, prison break everyone. You could be taken hostage, uh, giving up your weapons and tools, except for those of which you can smuggle, and cause a prison break that way. Or, finally, you could do it however you see fit. You could even try to join the Zentarum and perhaps get posted there as a guard. But, time is of the essence. Each minute that waits, there are more Lords of Waterdeep being murdered. How they have gained access to this list, I do not know, but that is the catalyst. They are trying to destabilize us from the inside out. So, Arthur offers you 1,200 gold apiece for the mission, as well as access to the tower and a small favor from each of you. You said 1,200 gold? Mm-hmm. We get this nice. now or later? Uh, the goal, it will all be paid after the end. you finish the mission. Okay. Yep. Um, I guess I would just ask, um, Arthur, why doesn't, uh, why don't you go yourself or why don't you send others in your order? I am one of the bigger political figures here in Waterdeep, though I do not show my true form. I masquerade around as a gnome or as a bugbear, parading my staff around. They know that I am a wizard of power, that I don't know how much power. I will have those of you at the table who are proficient with Arcana. You may make a, a Arcana check to see if you can recognize the armor. Or those of you who have history may also make a check against this armor. I was on a roll to 25. God damn. Uh... Kranglis at 22 for Arcana. Oh, I'm sorry. I stole last. It comes up as Kringlis, Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me change that. No, Arcana and history for me are negative ones. That's okay. You don't have to roll if you don't want to. If you're not proficient. Marius, anything from you? Resultus? Uh, what, was, what was the skill roll? 
either history or arcana if you are proficient in either uh i am proficient in neither okay well then cranklis and ozol you have the pleasure to gaze upon something that has been lost to both time and history as arthur is wearing some form of netherese armor encased in it is more like more like it he has given up his mortal coil to have essentially a constructed immortal coil in which he now lives in that's pretty badass it says as you can see i am too valued valuable to be lost ozon will say um arthur are there any items that you may give us to aid in this mission I can offer you infiltration and exfiltration. That is the extent of the help that I can offer. But be warned, again, if you are sighted by the Zentarum, you will become one of their enemies. It is best if I can distance myself as much as possible from this operation, which is why you will need code names. Code names? Code names. You know, code names, like pseudonyms, fake names, oh, names that okay. you won't use normally. I am Captain Lightning. And he points to Jeffrey. This is our telecommunications officer, Jeff. It's a working name. I think uh, Mr. Blue would be appropriate for me then. I like the name Excal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mr. Gray for me. <laughs> Mr. Gray? Okay. I'd like to spill the blood of my enemies, and I feel like we'll be spilling a lot of blood, so I'll be Mr. Red. Okay. I guess I'll be uh, Mr. White. Yeah, Mr. White. <laughs> <laughs> it does have kind of a nice flair, doesn't it? Yeah, you're a meth dealer. <laughs> God damn it, you stole my I joke. I could be, you interested? Walter White? Yeah, that's one of the gif I posted. Uh, if you guys want to change your names down at the and, bottom, uh, awesome. Yeah, with uh, the darkness my character knows, I'll be Mr. Black. Uh, if you go to the cog in the top right, it says display name, you can change your display name to your code name. Mr. Gray. Don't touch me. Don't love me. I'm into sexual things with women. All right. Okay. Do you accept your mission? When would we be departing, Arthur? This evening. After you have had time to rest. And time to eat. I'm assuming you spent the day making preparations. We did. Oofta. Did you okay. get those, Cody? I did. Two twos. That's... Why'd you, you get us to say Oh, sorry. Loud. I mean, it's Jesus. on the screen, too. That was my bad. You dingus. Just kidding. You want to roll again? Oh, that's fine. Okay. It's actually not a bad roll. <laughs> I mean, not for offensive use. 
All right. Let's talk strategy. What do you guys want to do? Do you have a layout of this wall? Uh, yes. What I will do is I will... I guess I can just show you the map, but pretend like you're not there. Uh, he pulls up on hollow display across the dinner table as you guys begin to eat uh, this map. Oh god, there's so much on here, it's loading so hard. You can zoom all the way out on this one. It's just a big... Yeah, take a walk around. Oh, okay. Just don't go through the la- the circle, you know. Oh, I was like, yeah, it's just a big circle. It is a big circle. This is the outside. There are three entrances. A northern entrance, an eastern entrance, and a western entrance. Each of which are guarded by constructs. Um, the southern entrance is made of water. It's a shoreline that crops up against this giant rock and it is sheer cliffs. There is a shimmering blue dome that is distorted with magical energy, uh, some sort of field that lays across the entirety of this place. Um, The field is opaque. You can't really see through it. And from above the air, it actually blends in with the forest floor. Uh, The only reason that you can see it is because the sensor that Arthur is using while scrying this area kind of zooms and pitches out and it makes this dome. He's like, our, our auguries are not able to penetrate through this field. We can neither see nor hear nor smell nor speak within the field that we know of. So I'm hoping that it is local distortion. That if you're inside, your devices to speak to each other, your rings where you can speak mind to mind can still happen. But I don't know. You need to gain entrance, find the portal, free our agents, and get out. Once you have your buddy, your guy, and you have an exfiltration spot outside of the shield or the prison, you can activate your ring and it will bring you back here. Alternatively, he pulls out this crystal. I have five crystals. These can be used to capture enemy spellcasters and send them directly back here. They either need to be unconscious or, uh, you know, asleep for these to work. They will not work on friendly targets because they go directly to my dungeon. These are for us to capture the wizards or spellcasters? And they have to be unconscious? Yep. What do we do? We just place the crystal on them? Yep. Uh, He says you just simply place it on their chest. They will crystallize and then teleport straight to my dungeon. He's like, I call them Fulton Crystals. Will other conditions allow them to be transported? Unfortunately, no. If they are deceased, their their life force will not maintain, and the crystal will destroy them in transit. Which is not. What about paralyzed? Paralyzed will work. Asleep. I need them alive. I'm experimenting with them. Well, if they're asleep, will that work? Or just that will work as well. Sleep, unconscious, paralyzed, stunned, taking death saving throws. Mm-mm. Gotcha. 
they're awake but not able to move. Correct. But they're tied up. Would that work? That would work as well. Okay, I just want to be very clear. Mm-hmm. Very good. So oh, generally nice. incapacitated. Yeah, that, I guess that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> unconscious, I don't think, is a condition. So I was like, I don't know. At least not that I've ever seen. Yes. Generally okay. unconscious or stunned. Uh, alternatively, he has two scrolls to aid you. Uh, of alter form. Okay. Sorry, I'm putting all this in chat, too. So if it sounds like I'm all over the place, that's why I'm trying to type it to make sure you guys get all the same information. Uh, although, I suppose I should type it ahead of time. But, hey, to each dungeon master their own, I suppose. Um, Ozal, do you want to read off what alter form does? Uh, yeah, give me one second. I need to add, uh, during the downtime, I'm going to mm. learn a few spells yes. that I bought. Uh, the last two items are potions of healing, superior potions of healing, and two scrolls of mass healing word. What was the, uh, what did you want me to read, Cody? Alter form. Alter form does, let's see. Uh, alter self? Uh, yes, sorry. Sorry, you uh, assume a different form when you cast a spell, choose one of the following options. The effects last for the duration of the spell. While the spell lasts, you can end one option as an action to gain the benefits of another one. Um, you get an aquatic adaptation. You adapt your body to an aquatic environment. Change appearance. You transform your appearance. You decide what you look like, including your height, weight, facial features, sound of your voice, hair, coloration, and distinguishing characteristics. Uh, let's see. You can't. You can also can't appear as a creature of a different size than you. Uh, basically just goes through like what you uh, can do perfect alright this is your guys' chance to speak up and plan this is so all we know is there's three entrances that's all we know that is what you can see from the outside you you could also spend a day to try and go, right, this evening, go back to the slums and see if you can find a Zentarum and interrogate someone, right? The world's your oyster. Ooh, that sounds fun. I but mean, again, how, how will we identify them? Uh, they have a very distinct iconic symbol, which is a snake um, that looks like it's eating uh, a coin. Actually, if you go in the bottom right, you should be able to see the symbol uh, all the way... I'll take you down there. Oh, yeah. Looks like that. Okay. What say you, Marius? What should we do? So we've got three different ways to enter this place. Uh, trying to sneak in. Getting notice will identify us. I think the quietest way in will probably be best. So maybe Zolthus would actually be the one to defer to. Zolthus? You have uh, the ability to teleport through uh, small 
walls, uh, as long as they're not too thick. Let me see here. Uh, yeah, Arthur will will tell you why you guys are looking at this this holographic image of this table. He's like, I, I don't know. He's like, we. It seems the Buchan passed through it. I'm not sure if there was a code, a key, an item needed. Um, Basilisk was able to smuggle himself in with other prisoners incognito and make his way through the prison that way. So, gaining more information about this disruption shield, I mean, if it blocks my magic, I don't know what would happen if you tried to teleport straight in or out. Uh, I'm sure you would take a large amount of force damage. Uh, I'm wondering if we should get a interrogate one of the members. It's up to you. They do have a vessel docked here on the black market. So, I guess the hard part would be isolating one. Have you met any of their kind? Have you visited the black market at all today? I visited the mage market. Um, Zoltis and I had actually made a uh, trip over to the black market today. Hmm. And? I believe was... Was not one of the guys we talked to said he was part of or connected yeah, to? There you go. The the clues are falling into place. That would be your goblin cloak friend. That douche. Oh, let's interrogate him. Let's cut his ear off. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'll just jump straight to maiming him. Oh, it's from Reservoir Dogs. I know. I, I, I got it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's uh, the image on the table time. fades. Okay. Well, let's do that. Um, where do you want to interrogate him? Let me ask you that. You want to try and do it on, like, black market territory? Um, no. Do you want to try and do it on their boat? You want to try and do it, like, in the tavern district? You want to grab him somewhere else? Like, how much time do you want to spend doing this? We could just polymorph him and then just take him where we want him. Take him to our boat. Potentially. Alright, I'll put you back on the big map then. What do you think, Tara? Uh, Zothus. Tara's dead, son. I think, yeah, getting him ideally to our... If we ambush him in the tavern area and then bring him to our boat, which isn't too far, the Burgundy Earth. Uh, area. Okay. Scott is on the board. <laughs> Where is he at? Top middle right? No, that's uh, slag. Scott would be right here. Right here. Mm. Good. It's good. Alright. Operation Goblin Retrieval. Who is going? Ooh, Ozal wants to watch. I'll watch. Not much of a sneaker. The whole artificer core, like, is not a 
it is inaccessible. Like, it is a like this whole island ship. Yeah. Okay. So you we could go chain, in, but that's the into the side. slums, I guess. Slums. Yeah. It's just a shanty town. Yeah. I'm not one all... for sneaking around, so I might hold back. Okay. Arthur's got plenty of sarsaparilla. I it's have not quite as good as yours. Sarsaparilla. I was gonna say it's not as good as yours, but he will he will offer it out of obligation, you know. Put you at Blackstaff Tower, then. Who else is going? Uh, Marius is not very sneaky. He will stick stay behind. Okay, are you staying in the slums or are you going to Blackstaff Tower? Uh, where is everyone else going to Blackstaff? Uh, if you're not going, yeah, you can stay with Arthur at Blackstaff Tower. If you want to observe, you'd be in the slums for backup. Um, uh, you will stand out, right? Like, yeah, exactly. You... I, I I would prefer to stay at Blackstaff. I'll stand out though, otherwise. Okay. Stolas. Stolas is going to the slums for backup. Hell yeah! All right, go ahead and put yourself up by Ozol. And I mean, Zoltis, Ozol... I guess you're my front runner, dude. Ozol will have Vor um, in the uh, Tressum form flying uh, overhead as surveillance. Oh, let's go! Communication rings, surveillance. This is and Ozol will um, basically just sit, sort of like a beggar, I guess. Okay. He'll use press digitation to make his clothes just filthy. Nice. And. Uh, yeah, Vor, uh, let me put Vor on the map. Give me one second. God damn, where's Vor at? Oh, here we go. Tressum uh, Vor will be flying basically above Scut, like 50 feet. Okay. Are UAV inbound, baby? Hey, <laughs> unidentified aerial Vor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Unmanned aerial vor. Jay, you're the front man. You guys have <laughs> exactly. communication rings between you guys? Uh, yes, it is our Soliton. Oh my god, I love it so much. Let's go. What's a Soliton radar? It's like a proximity radar on Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Somebody got the hints. Zolthus, yeah. you, you hear the ring as Ozol and Stolos are patched through via the ring to your ear. <laughs> right. You enter the slums. What would you like to do next? Alright. Um, let's see. What is the best... Oh, where did I go? Just trying to think the best approach here with... Um... Well, I can give you some ideas if you want since you're kind of our newer player. Yeah, um, I have an idea of possibly, but go ahead. Oh yeah, uh, there's kind of two two paths to take, as there is always in D and D. You could try and fast talk him, right? Get him out of the location, take him for a drink. If you can roll high enough on like a persuasion, a deception, a charisma check, you could strike from the shadows and just straight up put him to sleep, right? Strength check, put him in a choker hold. Um, he's a goblin, so if you get the bag of holding from Ozol, you could stow him in the bag of holding and run. This is kind of my three random ideas. Let's hear yours. What do you got? Hmm. Uh, let me just read something here. 
if he is able to bring him by the beggar Ozal, I could polymorph him into a snail. And then we could just walk him off the bridge. Good lord. <laughs> I think that would be fun, yeah. See if Operation I can snail. get him to maybe walk towards you and uh, convince him to... Yeah, maybe on the way from the black market fleets to the bar. Maybe you apologize yeah. for being a dick earlier. Tell him you gotta take him to the uh, where the moolah's at. Boom, we transform him. Get him out of there. And, uh... Sorry, t take, him, take him to where where our money is? To our sorry, ship. Or oh, okay. Well, just so I'm like, oh, well, my friend and I are gonna buy this, but, you know... Let's have a drink first as an apology. Okay, Okay, good. so you're trying to lure him to the bar and then engage in a business deal with him. Understood. Yeah, let's let's try that. You know, Result just in is... keeping with the, like, oh. the sneakiness of this, mm -hmm. Solas is going to use Mask of Many Faces to disguise himself as like, a, a little goblin also. guy. Oh, let's I go. like that. Hello, hello fellow goblins. Wait, I want to do something. I want to do something cool. Hey, wait. Okay. What? Go ahead, Dean. Oh, don't I have a hat of disguise anyone can use? Uh, you do. Yes. Or did, did I lose that? I. Uh, you have it. Okay. If anybody needs it, they can use it. Well, you're already back at Black Stuff Tower. You want to come hustling back? Oh shit. No, I guess not. I don't have I mean, disguise I... self prepared, so I'm good. I'll put you in the scene if you want to be in the scene. You think... Absolutely not. <laughs> Okay. Do you think, um, Stolas, we could have you come upon us later and maybe try and also convince him that he should join, that he should come, like, uh, to the bar? Oh, yeah, because uh, Stolas is an excellent liar. Let's do this. <laughs> or you okay. could steal his money bag and then run away, and then both of them will give chase. Boom. Snail man. <laughs> That's true. Ooh, I like that even better, actually. Yeah, let's nice. do that. You, you can, you can rob him, and uh, as I'm distracting him, and you. The wrong song. Uh, or vice versa. I also have very good sleight of hand. I could, I have very good sleight of hand to steal from him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Stolas can really steal that I know of. So maybe but... you go in and you cause a distraction, and I'll come in behind and steal from him. Oh, I have an idea. Why don't I fake catch you trying to pickpocket and warn him like, "Hey, let's chase that guy," and then like we'll go. Get oh, him. I like that. Yeah. That's actually really smart. Yeah, Stolas is gonna. He would trust in there. a fellow goblin more than. Oh a yeah, one hundred percent. Knife ear. Stolas is gonna hobble in there, like he's sort of like mimicking what he's seeing, how goblins okay. walk. Yeah. So so you'll catch me in the act and I'll you'll gain his trust by doing that and I'll get away. Yeah. Okay. You just lure good. him out. Still All right, I have good acrobatics too, so I can get away possibly. Ozal will tell um, Zothis if things get dicey. Remember your potion of invisibility. Greater invisibility. That's true. Okay, so, Stolas, you work your way into the goblins pretty flawlessly. There is a large trash heap that they are diving into, taking turns uh, looking for treasure, as they phrase it. 
Um, it's just old tavern trash. It's scraps of rotting food and blankets and just gross stuff. That's treasure to goblins. Uh, there's three of them hanging out, and you see Scut, your mark. Uh, you pretty easily are able to seamlessly just kind of like glide down, walk around the corner while they're busy with the trash, and uh, <laughs> just grab another trash bag from around the corner with like trash can, and be like, hello, fellow goblins. And you just seamlessly kind of integrate. They're like, what up? <laughs> I like it. So you have successfully infiltrated the group. Um, would you like to be somehow assisting Zolthus? Tell me how you are assisting him um, with your disguise and whatnot. Like, what are you doing specifically to kind of isolate Scud? Or are you just hanging out until Zolthus shows up? Yeah, so I, I think the idea is that I don't want to necessarily be, like, associated with Sothis. So it seems like I'm, like, an innocent third party. Okay. So You were just one of the boys. Yeah, I'm just one of the little little guys rummaging yeah. through trash. And he's going to come in, and he's going to pull a fast one and get caught by me. Okay. Sothis, you wind your way through the tunnels following the same markings you did earlier. And you see four goblins uh, dumpster diving, uh, all of which, two of which run away, like, on, on instinct. They are just like, nope, knife here. Uh, the other two stand pretty, pretty still as they see you coming. <laughs> what do you do? Oh so they've already spotted me? Yep, you, were just, you made no attempt to hide. Right? You're just walking through the alley. Uh, you presume one of them is probably Stolas, and the other one is Scott. He's still wearing the same cloak. Kind of looks like a hoodie. He doesn't have his pack with him anymore. Um, you're not sure if they have different times of day for selling or what's going on, and he's like, yo, I'm closed for today, man. Like, I'm hooked up. What do you need? What is it? Why are you back? Like, he's a little taken off guard that you're here. Yeah, I wasn't uh, expecting uh, either to be <laughs> kind of caught by him this quickly. Um... Jeez. Uh... Fuck, Jay. Think on your feet, my god. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, I had another plan ready. Um... Jesus. Sorry, I critically hit on my perception check. Uh, it's okay. Um, You're just staying I guess there. I, could say, I guess I could say uh, I'm not. Uh, I guess I would say I'm not. I didn't even recognize you. I'm just. I'm just coming down. The, I'm just walking through the streets, browsing for other areas, other vendors. Oh, you. You find anything good? You got anything to sell me? You know. Well, right now we're just kind of doing, uh, what is it, you, you knife here, recon, you know, scavenging, there's all kinds of good stuff, I found this magic spoon, it holds a spoon out to you. Alright, I walk closer, closer to him and, uh, sidle up beside him and start to sh uh, show him some trinkets I have in my pockets, um, some of the, uh, black obsidian, which are the soul, the soul, uh, crystals that I hold. 
That's I found great. I found some of these, uh, but I don't think they're of much interest to you. And as he's well, well, as he's uh, looking on. at them, I start to uh, <laughs> slip my hand into his pockets. Yeah, you get him to come in close uh, and kind of let down his defense, and he's like, "Whoa, what are these glowy bits on the inside of this crystal? This black crystal, huh?" Uh, I'm just gonna Aren't assume you, sure? you want to. Give me a performance check, because you're you're pretty good at like sleight of hand, but uh, you're trying to sell the fact that you're not good at sleight of hand. Uh, the, um, I have a uh, rather than performance. Can I do deception? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, deception works. Yeah. All right. You are deceiving most definitely. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, let me pull up my wisdom save here. Uh, actually, Stolas, I guess that's you. Perception check. Perception check? Okay. Mm-hmm. Seven? Okay, your timing's a little off. Zolthus gets his hand, like, into this goblin's pocket, and he's kind of looking at you, looking at the goblin. I, I rolled a 12. Uh, so he's not high enough to realize that he's being pickpocketed. And then, you know, Zoltis, you find some spare coins, uh, a ruby, a key, um, any of which you can take if you want. Um, uh, I'll Do take it. the key. Take it all. Uh, can I take both? Does it matter if I take the three. ruby and the key? Oh, yeah, sure. Ruby and the key. You're big enough to palm, right? One-handed, as you're showing him with the other hand, right? You're Look yeah. over here, not over here. And, and can I yeah. give away my pickpocket as I leave, or do I... I guess I don't Oh, do you want to pitch it to Stolas? Uh, I have a plan to get away. I don't think he's going to catch me. Okay. Um, I think I can get away with the pickpocket now, is I guess what Yeah, I'm no, 14. Of. You definitely have the pickpocket. So you can... I rolled okay. a 12. I rolled it on the I'll, DM side. You can't see it, but... I'll just take it then. I'm not going to give away that I've, that I've done this to him yet. Okay, so Stolas... Again, your timing is kind of slow. You see Zoltis slip his hand in his pocket as he's talking to Scut, rummage around in there long enough, and then as he's putting it in, one of the facets of the ruby catches your eye, and you realize you have missed your timing to say that he's getting stolen from, as Scut kind of retracts away from Zoltis to make an offer. He's like, you know, I will take, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, for your black swirly gem, I'll trade you this. And he reaches into his pocket to find the ruby. And it's not there. And he looks at you instinctively, um, Stolas, as the other goblin. He's like, did you knack my, my goods? Wait, is he asking me or is he asking... Yeah, he's asking you. No, it was him, the dirty elf. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you were telling me that us lying, stealing, backstabbing goblins... Who rummage around in the trash and steal it from each other all the time to make profit for the black market? That he stole from me, this customer who's trying to clearly trade me and has never done a black market deal a day in his life, because trust me, I dealt with him earlier today, and he's just kind of a serial killer weirdo. No offense, but come on, just give it to him. I'll take his black gym. Insight. I rolled five. Mm 
Wait, I'm, I'm confused. What just happened? <laughs> uh, so he, he is. I rolled an insight to see who against his uh, deception check to see if he thinks he's lying. I rolled a five, so he doesn't really know who to believe. He just assumes it's you. Uh, so still lost. What uh, you can roll persuasion? Or yeah, deception. I'm gonna try to like. Look, man, I just got stabbed last week from stealing from another guy. I just don't feel like going through that again. It was definitely okay. him. Okay, He's, okay. He just walked in, and now your ruby's gone. So I'm going to roll deception. Your DC is five. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Uh, he looks at you, and he's like, you two-timing, knife-eared. You even tried to turn me against my friend. Uh, and Scott will draw his dagger and come running towards down the alley towards you, or down, you know whatever the distance is that you guys are apart. I guess you guys just kind of disengaged from a deal. Let's so get him. feet from you. Stolas is going to chase as well, but a little yeah, slower I, behind Scooter. As my bonus action. Okay. So these are 25 feet. Yeah, they're big squares. You can just move one square. Uh, for your teleportation, you can move one square. And then for your movement, if you're dashing, you can move two squares. All right. So I'm going to teleport one square and disappear okay. in front of him, basically. Now, oh. would he see me reappear at the far end of the pier? Yeah, it's just like a straight line, like where you guys are at currently. But I'm uh, ghostly enough that he would still see me, though, right? Yeah, the ghostly stuff's more just kind of fluff description. Cool. But yeah, you're good. All right, so I, I as I teleport away from him far enough that I can I make eye contact with him so he can see where I am, I then dash two more squares down this alley and in towards these buildings to get away from him past past a uh, homeless Ozal. And I give him a nod as I walk, as I run past. Yeah, you you take off, and uh, he looks to you, and he's like, "Oh no, oh god, he got the boss's boat key. We gotta go. Come on, come on, other goblin." And he will dash. Uh, so he can move. <laughs> uh, he can move one. Our fluffy two, goblin. Three, uh, and. He begins to look, like, clambering over. This is kind of home territory, so he knows where he's going, what he's doing. This is his route, right? Uh, he sells drugs here all the time. So, uh, he and, like, off-market Gucci. He begins to run up and over to try and get a vantage point to see if he can follow you. Now, Zolthus, have you fully slipped in to the slums, or are you still going to be kind of roof-to-roof Batmaning your way out so that you're still kind of visible? <clears throat> Ozal will also start waving his hand to Scut. Oh. Uh, yeah. He, on his turn, he will come towards you, probably, or one, within one square of you to interact with you. Sure. Okay, Stolas, uh, we're going to say you're next, uh, being that you're part of this chase scene. Okay. Uh, Stolas is going to stay kind of like, I guess, opposite of Scut, and he's going to shout, Where did he go? Okay, uh, he looks at you and he's like, "I don't know. I think he went into the slums. We gotta find him." Let's get him. Okay. So as I duck into the alley, um, I see a large wooden crate with uh, an open an opening on the top. I okay. take it and I flip it over and I duck Let's down go. inside it. 
And yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. I uh, use my hide ability. I, I use my skulking ability, skulker ability, and uh, hide in the shadows while I'm in my box. This perfectly preserved orange crate that has been thrown out and is no longer full of oranges hides with all the other orange crates in the back of this alley as you disappear into the slums like the ghost you are. There's a little viewing port as if it was almost made to be snuck through. Let's go Zoltis. Uh, where's my sneak icon? Ninja. Quadricon. Uh, yeah, do you, you radio out and tell them that you're, you're good? I don't one of the, don't one of the guys have like a sending spell that can hear my you thoughts? You do too, that's what the, the ring is. The ring connects all of your guys' minds as long as you're within its area of effect. So the three of you definitely are. Oh, sorry, I thought it was just to teleport us back to that area. Sorry, I missed No, nope, that. that is another primary function of the ring for okay. this exfiltration mission, but yes. Uh, I'm gonna call in and, uh... Mr. White, uh, package is secure, and I'm in my inner hiding place. And Mr. Gray, you can proceed with Polymorph. I'll radio back in and say he just needs to get a little bit closer. Mr. White, bring him by me. Okay. Scott's turn. He move over to you, and he says... Bega, what you got? Your your eyes. Let's go. What do you got? As he says that, Ozol will cast Polymorph on him. Uh, okay. Polymorph transforming him. Uh, snail is not technically a form. If you don't want that, I can do rat. It's your no, call. No, snail's fine. Okay. Tra uh, polymorphing uh, him into a snail. Uh, I will use the two portent to force oh. him to transform. Uh, you, Damn. You get the radio in. He looks right at you as he begins to take those six coins out to drop them into your hat. And as you do, the disguise of your spell lifts. And with a smile and a flick of your eye and your staff, he is transformed into a snail that you just pick up. <laughs> as he wiggles. Uh, he has maintained the face of a goblin on this little snail, his weird ears and his eyes, and you hear me as you stick him into your pocket. Ozal will then uh, That's just walk out hilarious. of the slums. <laughs> and it's almost like uh, <sighs> Cody, it's almost like um, what is it? Uh, Kaiser Soze, <laughs> as he's walking out, prestidigitation takes effect and he'll clean himself off. <laughs> And then, like, kind of lose the haggardly, like, l hobble back yeah. into regular, confident, striding Ozol as we make our way uh, to the, uh, uh, what is our ship called? The, um, the Bregan the, the Abomination? Earth, uh, yeah, the Abomination, yeah. Oh, man, you're taking him to the heart of Bregan the Earth? Oh, I thought that's what we were thinking. I'm sorry. Oh, no, well, was that is now. Initially? All right, boom, here we are. Just oh, like I, that. I'm just talking out loud. What do you mean? Oh, no. Making decisions. It's canon thought... now. Okay. I like it. It's a good idea. That's like well, this is the most secure secure area, right? Uh, for us? I guess for you guys, yeah. Uh, sorry, give me a second. I'm loading in all of my other assets that are on this map because it's, you know, pretty fortified. Uh, Drolaxel is not here currently. He is elsewhere. So I will pull him off. Um, are you doing this in the map room? 
Ew. Where's the most private uh, pull off area myself? of this uh, <laughs> thing? Uh, currently here. Um, you can close all the doors and windows and whatnot, and the map, as you know, flips over, right? Can we instruct the uh, people at the entrances to keep everyone out? Yeah, they just guard. <laughs> they're, they're standard guard. Okay. Um, Who, who's all in the room with us? Uh, who you can see right now. Oh, Arthur's here too? Look at that. Um, okay. Well, um... What are you talking about? Oh, I thought this is Arthur right here. No. Who is this? That's a goblin, dude. That's your stale goblin boy. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was Arthur. I pulled on a different goblin token. That's probably why. Okay, so, um, yeah. We'll drop Polymorph and say, you're going to be telling us some things, and you will cooperate with us. Zothus... And he'll hand over the interrogation to Zothus. Okay. Um, the rest of the party who knew the plan has convened here with you. Uh, Marius and Burn. Uh, you see Zolth- um, sorry, Ozal just toss the snail onto the table. It goes and turns into a goblin. Exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> that sounded like <laughs> You know, because he's a snail boy. Um, uh, may I do something though as well? Yeah. Um, I'd like to, um, let me see here. Does he seem like he's going to comply? Uh, he's very scared. He, he knows what the abomination is. He can see all of the, the skulls and stuff as he was being carried in. He recognizes the hat symbol with a little spider underneath it and the eye patch. He knows where he's at. He's heard the legend. He's like, what are you... Hey, hey, be cool. You know I'm hooked up. You're, you're going to cause a turf war between Brig and the Earth. And, and the Zentarum, and you don't want that. They won't even know where you've gone. <laughs> he believes you. You don't have to roll, a, like, an intimidation on it. He just, he nods. He's like, <laughs> oh, I know. But I got something you don't know. And, uh, he he tugs at one of the earrings on his head, and he's like... They track every one of us. If I turn up dead, they're going to know. They're going to know who, but they'll know where. So you're saying if we killed you, it would have to be somewhere else. That can be arranged, Scott. Uh, well, you know, uh... He's not sure what to say. soon. What yeah, I guess. fucked up. I fucked up big, didn't I? Yeah, you know, I, look, man, I'm not even like a big tier guy. I'm just a low-end guy. I just sell the goods, you know? What do you want? Come on, man. Just let me go. Well, you see someone very dear to us has gone missing. Okay. File a missing persons been... report with the city. Well, they say that your people have taken him to the wall. The, I'm sorry, the what? Wasn't the fence? The, the fence. You, said, you called it the wall at some point. No, that's the fence for sure. Oh, okay, the fence. Tell us what you know about the fence. It's, like, fucking way up north and heavily guarded? Is there a way in? You know? Yeah, you walk past all the clockwork bullshit and into the lion's den, bro. It's not a place you, know you want to go. You know what I mean? I mean, is there a way, an easy way in? No. It's shielded both from scrying magic, but also teleportation magic. If you tried to teleport in there, you would take the maximum 
damage, this is Cody talking to Dungeon Master, you would take the maximum damage uh, according to the table for teleportation that you could take, uh, which is like something ridiculous, like 20 d 10. Can we roll to see if this guy is lying? Yeah, it would be insight. Yeah, we know. A nine. Uh, he's not, I'm, I'm not lying, but you're not sure. You want to rough him up, Stolos? You think, you, you think you're not sure, right? Should rough him up just goblin, to be sure. Goblin pipsqueak. <clears throat> I mean, I could use suggestion on him. You could? Yeah. All right, Scott. You're going to tell us everything we want to know as truthfully or truthfully <laughs> without any exaggerations or embellishments. Uh, yeah, what's my saving throw for that? Uh, let's see. This wisdom saving throw failed to, uh, I don't know. It doesn't say a specific number, which is curious. Um, why is my stuff not click through? Gosh dang it. Okay. Right click. Come on. Uh, open character. Uh, Dini, if you go to your um, your spell sheet, your spell save DC is up there. Oh, okay, seventeen. Uh, what kind of was? Is it a wisdom saving throw? Wisdom, yeah. It's water boredom. Fourteen. Uh, you see his eyes glaze over, uh, and this kind of this purple hue takes place um, from your far realm magic. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's, you know what? That's a good idea, fellow goblin. Because you're still the goblin. <laughs> uh, and the suggestion takes hold. And he's like, uh, uh, so you're asking the questions now. So go ahead. Okay. Um... We need to get in undetected. Yes. Be there be... has to be a weakness in the system, right? Yeah. Any any sort of tell us any sort of I don't know loophole, secret passage, secret password to get inside past the guards. Well, you have kind of two options. You could ambush. The slave trade along the road and pose as slavers in Zintarum. And you'd have to pass the checkpoints in Z Zintarum gear and know their weekly passphrase, which I'm sure you could just interrogate all of them the same way you're interrogating me. At which point you would be teleported to the prison and allowed access to at least the first initial area. Alternatively, you could pose as slaves and get in that way to the general pop of the prison and you wouldn't even have to deal with the camp they would just let you straight in and poof as for back doors it's rumored to have tunnels under the prison but I've never been there so maybe if you could find the location of the prison but they're, they're two different places one is a portal the other is a really high tech secure in and out gatehouse portal in to the wall, portal out Oh, to the fence. Sorry. It was all got me all messed up now. Interesting, it was all. 
<laughs> to the fence. And that's kind of, he's like, that's what I know. Those are options. But if you're going to do that, you might as well just join the Zentarum. Fuck them. Why do you even need these prisoners? That's not your business. I mean, I think it kind of is. You're threatening my life. If we're being honest I have with it. each other, right? Okay. <laughs> this guy is, and he points over towards the old man. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Snail Zappy Zap over here. Oh, so I'll learn some manners. Yeah, jeez. No <laughs> goblin decorum. Didn't even offer me uh, any trash. Ozal will look at um, Stolas and say, Mr. White. What? You gave him my name. You're not supposed to use the names. Oh, shit. I forgot. Uh oh. We. Can I ask a question? I guess, like a yeah. side question to the group. Uh, sure. I'm not sure if this is like metagaming. Do we do we have an a, ability that we can release this guy alive with that he didn't rem doesn't remember the last like hour or so? If you had false memory, uh, which is a very high level spell, uh, oh, okay. command potentially. We right? could also just kill him. Oh, burn! You has could command. also just kill him. I want it's him to. It's a one word to, command though, so. I want forget. him to believe that we can maybe let him go he can give us the info without us killing him still ask a cast suggestion too and forget <laughs> how long suggestion last uh it's, it's an hour. uh for yeah i think for eight hours it says you could also just drown him i mean it's just one street level goblin what's it gonna hurt you have to drown him outside of the uh, ship though uh, you just you also you know. can't do any of this in front of burn you know that right yeah, you both burn and Marius are here. Canonically. Yeah, you can't just kill him. There's Marius? no reason for him Why? to die. No, I was. Uh, I'm actually at the the black. Yeah, I thought they were at. Oh, yeah. I thought you guys were reconvening afterwards. My apologies. I will. We weren't told yep. to otherwise. I will. Uh, just layer you down a layer, or I guess I'll just leave you here. I don't have to move your tokens. You're just not here. Okay, the three of you have your 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 plan, right? All right. So as long as he's wait, I'm confused. So if I wanted to tell him another command, I'd have to cast the spell again, or uh, you it's... have you have asked him the course of suggestion, which for his him to be as honest as possible for the information he knows for the questions that you ask. Okay. Right. So if you want to give him a different command, you could. But again, it's only going to last an hour. Okay, so... Because honestly, like... Not just from a roleplay perspective, but I honestly, like, personally just forgot about the code names. So I, I could just ask him to forget the name. You could. But he's only gonna ask him to forget everything. Hour. Was it oh, permanent yeah. forgetting, or he only forgets... No, it's only, it's only for as long as the spell lasts. Oh, I see. So that's kind of a waste. So. Oh! That was so lame. Okay, uh... Do we have any other questions for this guy while he's being truthful? Um, I mean, what does Zothis... What, what does Zothis want to know? Because Zothis is going to be the one having to break in. 
yeah, wondering like should we ask are there any or... like yeah are there any particular people that are in charge that we can uh do you say that out loud that Zoltus is the one to break in right i'm assuming because you, you're talking to each other across and this goblin you know it's probably gonna get killed stop using Colin. your names <laughs> well no i'm, I'm just i'm <laughs> marius you, you're not here you're, i'm not saying Zoltus's name out loud but i mean yeah, Mr. I'm just brainstorming. Black is the one that has to, to to be able to ask these questions. So you you say that and he's like, oh, he can't go by himself. There's no way. You're gonna you're gonna send him into the heart of the Zintarum, huh? You're talking about champions and thieves and wizards and all kinds of shit. It's rumored that Bayor the Cunning, who is the leader down there, you know, has a pet beholder. You can't send him alone. They're just gonna eat him. Look at how scrawny he is. What type of forces do they have there? It's an entire Zentarum operation center. They have a warehouse. They got wizards. They got thieves. They got everything. It's a. It is a main transfer point. You would be outright attacking the Black Network. It's essentially trying to destabilize a shipping lane, a fortress, a garrison, on top of a prison. They have automatons. It's it's not the kind of place you just walk into willy-nilly and start throwing fireballs. You will get destroyed. There's a force field around the whole thing. You think it's going to be just walk in, walk out? No. Why would they capture our captain? Fuck if I know. It's a prison. What'd he do? Who is he? I don't know. I'm asking you. Well, you well, I don't to know, know who more he is. about this place than you've let on. Dude, you're well. The other thing too is you're talking to a street level guy, Ozo, right? Like he only knows so much information. He's not gonna know everything about every detail about a secret, basically CIA black market operation, right? Like, you Ozo get one more question ask... before he perspires. What do you mean before he perspires? Oh, I got something. He's gonna die. Yup. <laughs> no, let's <laughs> say what. One more question. Make it worthwhile. I don't know what that last question is, but I guess what would everyone ask? Mr. Black has a question. I think we've covered like if there are any weaknesses, um, possible entryways, or ways to uh, infiltrate. Ask, ask about the tunnels. Uh, he said he wasn't aware of any of them, right? He said they're guess... rumored to be under the actual prison, but the prison itself is in a disjointed Maybe location. Maybe he knows somebody who knows but about he the tunnel. They don't know where the prison is, right? Like, can we ask him who would know? Who would know more about this prison? Who Who do you know that would know more? Oh, you could ask Jace. He's like our big ringleader guy. Uh, he runs the whole operation in the town here. He's in charge of black market wares. He runs the boat. Nice guy. Great guy. Not the kind of guy you want to piss off, but nice guy. Uh, is this the second question if I ask something about him? You can ask him. Um, how, how is it best to approach him? Okay. I have officially done something. As you're asking that, Stolas, the necklace he is wearing lights up and your spell breaks. And then he looks at you and then looks at Zolthus and then bites down one of his teeth as you see foam 
begin to grow out of his mouth <laughs> and out, and he begins to melt into a pile of goo. He takes 14 points of damage, which is double his health, and dies instantly, turning to a pile of ash. Why well, you use your real names again? Pour one out for poor Scott. Well, at least the goody two-shoes of this party won't be whining about having it off this dude. All Zone will cast Prestidigitator to clean up the uh, mess. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of, you know, spectral dustpan and... <laughs> Is there anything left behind? No, it's all gone. It's all goo. It's all goo. Ashy Ooh. goo. It's this black gooey ash. How did the name break is the spell? Jace, the right? The necklace, yeah. Honestly, I'm impressed. They thought of everything. Dude, that's what the Zimtarum did. But, you know, as we've found out, the place is crawling with warlocks. I might have done the same. That, ladies and gentlemen, is our episode for tonight. And that's just a low-level guy. It is. We have stepped into a new world of tactical espionage action. Going forward, we'll be assaulting some sort of giant prison facility, probing for weaknesses, finding out who Jace is. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I hope you have enjoyed our little shopping adventure. I figured it would be kind of fun to show a f more fun way to shop than just giving lists to people. Maybe in the future I will do that, but I figured some role play, some world building might be a little bit more fun than just handing out lists to players. I, of course, have been your Dungeon Master. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I hope you guys have a wonderful night, and we will see you in two weeks. Chombo. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.